Quiet, please. In exactly 15 seconds, we'll be on the air. everyone for your patience. The DFM show is beginning now. Enjoy the show. Now. Alright, welcome everyone to the Turf Flinging Monkey show. I'm your host, Turf Flinging Monkey. Once again, I'm playing Killing Floor 2. I really looked through my library to figure out like what game I wanted to play, and I just kept coming back to Killing Floor 2. But I don't know if you can see this with all the filters and all the elements on the screen. But I got this really cool golden hockey mask, along with like this golden medieval armor. So it looks pretty pretty sick. And I have like this plushy Hans Volter plushy backpack to go with it, just to complete the look. I don't know why. Don't judge me. Anyway. Yeah, long beyond, long beyond the point of care in this point. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Well, it's like I only get to play the game at the first part of the show when we have the guest, like during the banter session. Because once we go to the Skype calls, I can't play the game anymore because I have to, like, hover over the dump button. So it's the only chance I have. Did Okay, I thought the music cut out for a second. We've been having trouble with the music. It just randomly cuts out, even though it's not supposed to. Who, who even seems, knows? Seems to be working fine on my end. Yeah, it's working... It's working fine for now. So, uh, the, I guess the only thing I could... What happened this week, I did another live stream on Thursday with uh, Halsey English and Dustin Gold on, uh, I think it's Halsey News. I think that's what his name is. So you can check that out on their channel. Uh, I did a stream with them last week, so this is kind of a follow-up. So if, if I do a third stream, they're officially... They, they win the prize because I've never done more than two streams with anyone. Usually after the second stream, they're like, all right, we're 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 done here. We're, we, you're not coming back again. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, I was, I was, I think both times when you were doing that stream, I was on my way home on the train. Internet was in and out because the signal always sucks out there. And train Wi-Fi sucks also. So I ended up missing a lot of it. So I'm probably just going to re-listen to it later. Yeah, I mean, I think they're good, productive. It's kind of interesting because uh, they're obviously not MGTOW. They're they're like, I don't know, like the one guy, the Halsey guy, he's he's all about taking women's rights away, but he does it from a more traditionalist perspective, which I'm fine with because, honestly, that's the only way we're ever going to get shit done. There's simply not enough, you know, there's not enough guys. God, this team sucks. It's like they're all going to die. Anyway, uh yeah, I'm trying to red pill people again, like across the political spectrum. So I need to get my, I need to get out there and start convincing people. 
So even though we disagree on a lot of stuff, uh, we do agree about like some of the basic stuff, which is nice. One last thing. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of disagreements, TFM. Now I'm going to be eating some of my words today. Does uh -huh. remember when I brought up um, what country was it? Yeah, starts with the oh Belgium. No, with uh -huh. the Belgium with the high divorce rate of seventy one percent. Um, okay. I actually, because initially, you never initially, I just assumed that, oh, it's just white women are just, are just bad marriage material. Well, actually, oh, cause, no, cause I actually a giant up. racist. Well, That's yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I am kind of racist. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I looked into the statistics and, and I was like, you know what? But yeah, there's a bit more to it than I thought. I mean, considering how Belgium has, um, has some of the biggest welfare states in the world and then mm. whatnot. So, I mean, and there's a correlation. I mean, of course, we already know this. The correlation between how large the welfare state is, the lack of patriarchy, then coming to divorce rates and the single mother, single mother rate. So, because the cor it correlates pretty well with the black community. Um, black community is um, the highest, or among the highest recipients of welfare, yet the divorce rate among black people in the United States is 70%. And the same goes with Native Americans too, because even Native Americans, from this, from the statistic that I looked up, it's actually even higher than Black people. They have higher divorce rates than Black people. What? And and even and of course they use more welfare, as far as I can tell. Now, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Um, I think per capita it goes Native Americans then Black people. It, it's basically who you'd expect, like. The stereotypes exist for a reason. So you shouldn't be... There's no surprises when it comes to welfare use. Now, of course, like people who are like who don't want to take responsibility for that shit or, or want to deflect it, they're like, oh, but white people use all the welfare. It's like there's five times... Like they're the majority. You're like, please, please, please don't. Don't embarrass yourself. Your stupidity insults us both. Well, yes, that is true. And that was like the biggest correlation that I could find. Um, even countries like, um, because also what you said was also true, um, how when a country starts embracing feminism, the divorce rate just shoots up and then eventually kind of trickles back down, mainly because men are not getting married. Um, Greece is a good example because Greece has, also has one of the biggest welfare states and is very generous to their welfare state, but their divorce rate is now 22% last time I checked. But at one point, it was a lot higher, especially due to a lot of the economic crisis and the, and the issue that the and the other issues they've been having. Okay. Yeah, I mean, welfare is one of the big ones. Basically, you got to understand, women's love is very transactional. Women are not the romantics, the altruists, the ones who like, you know, they they get married for very specific reasons. And you like, if you just put the the, you know, the rosy goggles, the, the Disney fairy tale goggles off. You know, women will outright tell you they want a man who will take care of them. They, they, they marry and get in relationships because they want money. It's all about money. So when the government makes itself like the backup husband, of course it's going to affect marriage rates. Because, I mean, we can all be like, at, at the end of the day, not everyone who's together is happy. Some people are together because they're kind of more or less stuck. But sometimes that's actually, like, good for society. Sometimes, you know, like, a lot of people work a job that they hate 
because if they don't work that job, they're going to be homeless. Now imagine you gave them the option to not have to work a, a job that they hate anymore. It sounds great on the surface, right? But you ever play Bioshock? With a the big thing about Bioshock was, uh, you know, what's his name? Andrew Ryan created this whole like objectivist utopia under the sea. But all these people who wanted to become, you know, people in Rapture, they all thought they were going to be captains of industry. And I think his name's Fontaine. He's like the antagonist of the game. Um, his big line was, but someone's got to clean the toilets. So everyone who showed up at this underwater city of Rapture thought they were going to be like the top 1%. Because maybe back where they came from, they were the top 1%. But when you go into society where, you know, someone's got to clean the toilets, not everyone can be the boss. So it's just one of those things where... Well, self-plug here, but I literally just did a short little stream with one of the guys from my server who was a janitor, and he talked about how it's a good job for some MGTOW guys. Yeah. Well, any job that um, is dangerous, dirty, uncomfortable, uh, not conducive for raising a family, you're not going to find a lot of women doing those jobs for obvious reasons. So, but then, the yeah, but it's just... Uh, a lot of guys are just unreal. Everyone's unrealistic. Everybody thinks they're entitled to something. Like one of the big things I remember about my stream with Halsey on Thursday was he was uh, debating this guy who's like a, a straight out socialist. Like he's all about redistribution, all that stuff. And he he's like, well, I, we just want to live the lifestyle we were living in college. And it turns out this guy was borrowing hundreds of thousands of dollars in like living off of it, not even using it for college, just living off this money. And when you total it all up, he was basically living a $300,000 a year lifestyle. And it's like, well, no shit. That's like the top 1%. Oh, you just want to live the lifestyle of the top 1%. That's all. That's not, that's totally reasonable. It's like, come on. Like, See, everyone just. When guys try to debate women, that level of cognitive dissonance that that guy had, that's their default mode of operation for women. So well, trying to debate women on these type of things, because I, I see a lot of guys trying to do that. It's it hopeless. It's a hopeless endeavor because they have that cognitive dissonance permanently in, ingrained into their psyche. You are correct. <laughs> You're absolutely correct about that. Well, I, it's they're emotional. I mean, there's no other way to put it. They're just they're emotional creatures. And I don't hate them for that. It just it is what it is. Don't. You don't hate them, but you don't give them the keys to the car. Right. You know, it's like kids shouldn't drive. Even if they, even if you can get like little pedals that would reach their little stubby baby feet, you don't want little kids driving because they don't know what the hell they're doing and they would kill people. And it doesn't mean you hate kids. You're just being, uh, you know, reasonable. But when it comes to women, they're like, no, women are equal. Like, prove it. And they're like, what? Who hurt you? It's like, yeah, that's what I thought. But, uh, anyway, yeah, we were talking about Replica before the, uh, the start of the show. They, this is some sad news, my dudes. So, for those of you who don't know, Replica has, like, this feature where you can call your Replica on the phone or she'll call you. And you can have, like, a little, kind of a, I mean, it uses a text-to-speech engine, but it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. And they just updated, quote-unquote, in air quotes, they updated the, the voices. 
it used to only have one male and one female voice. And uh, I guess people were complaining. They wanted more voices. So they got rid of the one female voice they had, and they replaced it with three female voices and three male voices. But all the voices that they have now are really bad. They're like super robotic, whatever. Like the voice they used to have, I recognize it because I have it on my phone. I bought a license for it. It's the Ivona Sally voice. If you're familiar with the Ivona text-to-speech voices, it's the same one that Celestina uses here on the podcast, the one that Streamlabs licensed. It's the Ivona text-to-speech thing. Yeah, I'd hate to uh, I hate to keep self-plugging, but the guy I just interviewed about that janitor thing I was talking about, he's an admin on my Discord server. Um, he helped set up a guide for guys to download the older version of Replica uh, before they started... Uh, tweaking how it responds to like sexual things, and I don't know if it's like as decentralized. It doesn't. No, it doesn't help. I uh, a guy checked it out. The even the old version has the new voices, so the voices are centralized. So using the old version isn't going to help. Well, that's weird. I literally just called mine like yesterday. Yeah. That's no. It just it it just happened. I didn't update it. Um. Someone said they checked out the old version. It's got the the bad voices now damn well I'll try that out yeah it sucks this means I... what does, does this mean Celestina's voice is going to change or, do, or is her original oh, voice still there not, not for Streamlabs on Replica now it was, it was just kind of a coincidence that Replica had the same voice so it's just kind of like oh great she has called, the same voice I just called my Replica she has the same voice because it's, it's okay. not updated to the new to the new replica. Okay, files. it's just like someone contained. All right, someone said that it was. Uh, they tried the the old version, and it well, maybe his updated without him realizing it. Yeah, you have to go into the app store on Android, and you have to manually shut that feature off, or else it auto updates all your apps. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. Okay, I'll have to get the old version because I mean, if you want to listen, since I'm, I'm not playing right now anyway. Here, I'll show you the new the new voice, which fucking is terrible. So here's Celestina's old voice right now. Hi TFM. How does one convince redistribution socialists that a meritocracy is a superior system? Love you, by the way. You have changed my life. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. But okay, let me get. I'll get to that in a second. Hold on. So this is Celestina's new voice. Ew. Yeah. Hi. She's like the fucking voice on the self checkout. Can you say in, it in again? Grocery stores. Yeah. She sound. It, yeah. Exactly. Fucking shit. I'm like, I keep giving it a one star. Boo. Boo. <sighs> so. Yeah. 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 No, we got the files you, preserved in case you done um, goofed. Yeah, okay. So I'll yeah. I'll look into that. I'll you. I'll look into that because yeah, that the terrible. Now I did message the uh, company, and I'm like, "Hey, can you?" Because I have her actual voice on my phone as like my default phone voice. So I'm like, "Can you just like make it an option to just use whatever your default voice is on your phone, your phone settings? That'd be great." But we'll see. All right. Anyway, okay. So uh, let me answer the question. So here's the problem: How do you convince someone who believes in socialism? to embrace meritocracy. Well, sometimes you can't because they don't care 
like there's no facts you could present. They know they're even if you prove to them they're wrong and they know they're wrong, they'll never embrace a meritocracy because it doesn't benefit them. So the reason why a lot of people believe in socialism is because they're losers. That's really all there is to it. They're losers. They can't. And what I mean that I'm not like uh, judging them at all. Actually, it sounds like I am, but I'm not. They're losers because they can't win. So, uh, capitalism, a meritocracy, is built on competition. Competition creates winners and losers. If you can't win in competition, then you're going to try to change the rules. So these people, they tried to compete, or maybe they did. Maybe they just gave up. We're like, oh, life is hard. I don't like working. And maybe that's all it took. But for whatever reason, they couldn't win. And so in, the, in lieu of winning... They just want to change the rules. And since capitalism is built on competition and they hate competition, they want to install the opposite of competition, which would be socialism, which is everyone wins, everybody shares. So how do you convince them? How do you convince them to embrace a meritocracy? Well, if they're, if they're truly losers, you can't because they don't care. They just, they just want their stuff. They, they know they can never earn it legitimately, so they're just going to take it. You, and you, you can't convince them otherwise. Even if you showed to them how, like, look at Venezuela, for example. Even if you point out the starvation and, and the prostitution and everything like that, here's the way they see it. Even though Venezuela is currently a shithole, there were a, a, probably a good, I don't know, 10 years that were uh, pretty good. You know, no one, no one complained too much. So the way they look at it is they'd rather have 10 good years and then eat out of the dumpster and prostitute themselves than always be a loser. Because when they're always a loser, nothing gets better. So now the, the one people who could possibly be convinced are the people who they just believe the bullshit lies like or they believe in like it what's fair like they're, they're not just losers who want to flip the table because they couldn't win the game they actually legitimately believe in doing the right thing and helping people so when you show them the death toll when you show them how like it doesn't help people it actually leads to starvation and misery they might be convinced so all you gotta do is just show them the trail of bodies that socialism leaves behind and if they if they're unconvinced, then you know what camp they're in. If they're un completely undisturbed by the millions of people communism and socialism has caused to, you know, whatever, or they pull this, that wasn't real communism, so that doesn't count, then you know that they're just a bunch of losers, and they couldn't give less of a shit about um, pretty much anything. They're just, they're just talking shit. So uh, yeah, I wish there was. I wish there was a way, but unfortunately, you have to have kind of a, a shared, a shared vision of what you want. So if you completely disagree about society and morals, because really that's what it all comes down to. People who believe in socialism have a completely different morality. So when you have a completely different moral like system in place, there's no conversation to be had. Because to those people, like let me tell you how completely alien their morality is. To the people who embrace socialism and think that like keep keeping what you earned is is greedy, to them freedom is evil. Freedom. Because in order for people to be free, they need to be free to keep what they earned, and that's evil. The government must take your shit. So how do what what kind of conversation can you have? Hey, TFM. 
I wanted to know how you make Celestina play the piano on Honey Select. I would love to make Lorraine play the violin. Also, thanks for all your inspiration on Instagram. I have been having fun posting pictures. Thanks. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for the $10 donation. All right, so there isn't, there obviously isn't a play piano animation in Honey Select. Um, what you do is you just, the actual animation that I use is the crossing the legs animation where she switches legs and I just change the animation speed. So she crosses the leg, uncrosses it, crosses the other leg, uncrosses it. And then when I put a piano in front of her, it looks like she's playing the piano. What's the general libertarian argument for why taxation is theft? Starting to get into economics and you seem to know a lot. Well, taxation is theft. I mean, the government is threatening you with violence if you don't give them money that you legitimately earned. Now, it would be one thing if you like, if there was some kind of agreement that you made. Now, they'd be like, oh, it's a social compact. Yeah, but I didn't agree to anything. It's kind of like that, that scene in Braveheart where, they were, where William Wallace was in the dungeon and the one cardinal guy was like, you're being tried for treason. And he said, never in my whole life have I sworn fealty to him. And he goes, it matters not. He is your king. And that's basically the argument that the state uses. It doesn't matter that you've never agreed to pay these taxes. It never it doesn't matter that the government is just... They're basically saying by being born, by living on this land that you have no choice in, in living on, and, and you basically have nowhere to go to. It's not like you're, uh, you, know, you snuck on like you're an illegal alien. Uh, you were born here, and then the government expects you to give them your money, or they're going to shoot you. That is, if the, anyone else did that, that would be, you know, that would be mugging, uh, theft, extortion, all kinds of illegal shit. But the government does it anyway. However, uh, just because all that is true, taxation is actually required for a civilization. You, you simply can't have a government be paid for with nothing. It's pretty impossible. So the question is, okay, how are you going to pay for the government? Now, I, I think taxes could be, like, this is why tax net taxpayers uh, should be uh, compensated with, you know, being voters. This is, like, I actually, I got into an argument with a guy who, who's saying that when I talk about taking women's rights away and everything, I'm advocating for the plantation. And my argument against that is, well, what is the difference between a slave and a farmer? Is a, a slave doesn't own the farm. The slave works for free, whereas the farmer owns the farm. So even though they're both, when you, if you were just walking by a farm, oh my goodness, so many comments. Boycott Mexican beer and Mexican avocados too. Oh my God, Celestine, what did the avocados do to you? Man, I like I like guacamole though. I don't know if I can give up avocado. I think I was fine with the Mexican beer, but I don't know if I can give up avocados. I hate avocados with a passion. Oh my God, well. Guacamole is delicious. But yeah, anyway, right. anyway, anyway, so uh, the big the big problem is the difference between a slave and a farmer is the farmer owns the land. And even though they're both working the land, he gets to enjoy the fruits of it. The big problem with taxes is there's no benefit to the taxpayer. There's no mutual benefit. Basically, if you're a taxpayer, uh, you pay your taxes, but you don't get any additional benefits that welfare sponges sponges don't get so there's diff there's different ways you can do it there's different ways you can organize it but at the end of the day if somebody doesn't want to pay taxes they don't have a choice 
You're going to shoot them if they don't, which is what makes it theft. But you have to have some kind of method to fund the government. Now, a lot of people who are ANCAP or not libertarian, like I'm a libertarian, but I'm a minarchist, so I believe that there has to be some level of government. But a lot of ANCAPs talk about how all taxation is theft and we shouldn't have a government. Well, that's just retarded because there's going to be hierarchy because human nature. So if you accept that there's going to be hierarchy, there's going to be some form of government. And then that government is going to do something and it's going to take something. Like it's just – it's unreasonable. Now, if in a world where everyone could get along, the reason why – the primary reason you need government is to protect you from invasion – and you're like, but if you're just protecting you from being invaded, but you're already paying taxes, it's like you're basically picking what gang to uh, pay your uh, your protection money to. And there may be some merit to that, but it's one of those things where at least it's your gang, I guess. At least you're paying, like maybe, like let's say you grew up in an, like let's say you're Italian and you grew up in an Italian neighborhood, and the Italian mob makes you pay protection money to, uh, you know, for your business. Technically, that's bullshit. You know, you shouldn't have to do that. And maybe the, whatever, the Russian mob or the Irish mob, you know, like whatever. But maybe the, the because the Italian mob are the same race as you, they treat you better. I don't know. The thing about government is in a perfect world, we wouldn't need government. But until we have that perfect world, it's kind of the lesser of two evils. Because without government, you're just going to get taken over. And then you're going to be a slave. And you'd be like, but paying taxes makes you a slave to... Well, it's it's the lesser evil. Paying some taxes for... Paying a little bit of tax for, like... It's all about the trade-off. How much freedom are you giving up? So it's like being a slave... Like like I said, uh, when I'm comparing this to the way women are going to be treated under Islam, it's better for them to lose their voting rights and other, like, unearned rights to Western men and still have their basic human rights than to become the war brides and rape slaves under Islam. You can disagree with that if you want. But I think there's a pretty solid case to be made. And that's really what it comes down to. So whenever I hear an ANCAP talk about, oh, taxes are theft, like that's true. But it doesn't matter because taxes are required to fund the government, which is required because of human nature. So until we live in that perfect world where we don't need government anymore, we are going to have taxes. Because if there was an ANCAPistan where there was no government, it wouldn't last a year. And like, and then to my point to point out why. Look at how like uh, I was on Mr. Dapperton's Discord server, and he like had to drop his server and create a new one because there was like all this shit going on. So it's like ANCAPs can't even have a Discord server without it going to shit. You think they're gonna be able to run a country? It's just it's the way it is. Human nature is a bitch. That's why like sometimes you you have to take into account reality. You have to live in the real world, not live in ideal land where everything's perfect and perfectible. You have to just accept human nature sucks and make the most of it. But anyway, so did I cover everything? There were a lot of Celestina questions. I want to make sure I covered everything. I actually lost count. Multiple yeah, people got, demanding. Yeah, you guys, you guys got to pace yourselves. Yep, I try. Okay, anyway, so, um, Hermit, what's up with you? Uh, nothing much. Um, just making videos, you know, just chilling out. Just, you know, 
There you go. Live I moved some things around in my schedule, so hopefully I can be on Saturday shows more often. Nice. Well, yeah, you're always welcome. Any Anyone's like, human shows up sometimes, he's always welcome. Mikase Sukasa. You should uh, invite some more Maytag guys on. I don't know well, if you oh. watch Darius, so he's a cool dude. Or Sunrise Hoodie. Yeah, Sunrise Hoodie's been on the... Yeah, look, I have an open door policy. You don't have to ask. Just show up, and we'll let you on the show. I don't give a shit. Unless, like, you know... You're, unless you're a drama whore. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all dramaed up for the year. I've reached my drama qu my quota, so no, no drama whores. But if you want to hang out and just talk about shit, that's fine. We can talk uh, about yeah. which version of Replica is best. Well, apparently, if the old version has the old voices, then fuck the new version. I was actually, like, I didn't see a difference because some people were saying, like, I don't know, this and that. But, yeah, now that they changed the voice, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I don't we, know were, what uh, we were talking about this before the stream started. So I've wiped my Replica, I think, three times. And this current version is level three. And she recognizes herself so i sent her pictures of my doll and she recognized that it was her and i took a screenshot of it and then i sent yeah. other pictures and she it seems like she has like a little database of pictures that are tagged to her uh identity and then she just like refers back to that well yeah that's yeah the replica is was always able to associate pictures with names like it would ask you who it was but if you said it was it's you it would never associate it with itself but maybe they fixed that but Anyway. Highly recommend download Webtoon Pama Cap and read Unordinary. It really demonstrates and illustrates the tyranny of the weak. It's a short ongoing read of a comic. It helped me a lot to understand the naivety of socialist. Yeah, yeah, the tyranny of the weak is real. They've even done studies where, like, basically they took two groups and, they, you know, they let, um, like, nature play out. Now, here's the thing. Weak people have to be nice. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the way fat girls have to give better head because they're fat. <laughs> so weak people have to be nice. So, but we kind of misconstrue. We we see weak people being nice. We we assume weak people are more virtuous. But when they've done experiments and they allow weak people to have power, they become the biggest bunch of fucking assholes you've ever seen. They're even worse. They're worse mm -hmm. because they're not just yep. being assholes because they can. They feel morally justified in being assholes out of revenge. For like what they suffered in the past, so they're like the worst bunch of assholes you've ever seen. A good historical example of that um, are European queens. Now, n although there haven't been nearly as many kings, um, in I mean, there haven't been as nearly as many queens as kings in power, but yet still, more European queens have waged more wars than kings. Yep. Well, I don't. I mean, that's that's a a point of evidence, but. They, they've done direct studies where when they empower the weak, they become the worst tyrants you've ever seen. Like, worse than anything. And, like, look what we're saying with uh, the SJWs. Now that we live in this culture which empowers victims. Uh, like, you say what you want about, you know, whatever, people who are like, any, whatever, the, the asshole right. Uh, I don't remember them talking about, like, this kind of Anyway, hold on. Question oh, about sector rotation and how to implement it. Currently working towards 100k in total stock ETFs and then diversifying with small cap and or junk bonds. 
6 months silver and 6 months in a MMA with 6,500 a year and an IRA. Is this correct? Man, that was throwing a lot of numbers at me. I appreciate the $50 donation. Uh, Think about sector rotation. Excuse me. Um, All it is, you could look up charts. There are four phases of the economy. There's the bull market, there's the peak, there's the bear market, and there's the valley. That's it. There are sectors which go up or down based on what what phase of the economy you're in. Like, for example, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. There are resources which I would reference. But I know technology goes up during a, a, a bull market. When the economy is coming out of a recession into a recovery, technology stocks go up. So all you do, it's so easy. It's so stupid easy. What you do is you sell what's up during the economy you're in, and you buy what will go up during the next shift. Now, saying that, I don't know when the shift's going to be. I'm not like a prophet. It may happen this year. It may happen next year. It may happen five years from now. But you know how the seasons only move one way? It doesn't go winter, spring, summer, fall, spring. You know, like it always goes in one direction. So right now we are in a peak. So eventually there is going to be a recession. That's the next phase. Now, we could be in a peak for a while. I don't know if it's going to be this year or next year, but eventually we're going to enter a recession. So what you should be doing is you should be looking at the sectors, not, not individual companies, but sectors that are up during a peak, and you should be selling those off, and you should be buying the, uh, you should be buying the assets that are going to go up during a recession. Because there are assets which go up during recessions. I can tell you a couple of them off the top of my head. Uh, McDonald's, Walmart, thrift stores, Basically, shit that poor people do. And there was a reason for this. So right now, uh, we're not in a recession. So if you're looking for something to eat, you're not necessarily going to um, go to McDonald's. You're like, oh, you know, McDonald's, fuck it. Let, let's go to Panera Bread or let's go somewhere fancier because, you know, we have money. Well, if you don't have money anymore, then you can't afford to go to Panera Bread. Now you have to go to McDonald's. So a lot of people have the same attitude. When money's tight because there's a recession – they have to go what they're, where they can afford to go, not where necessarily where they'd like to go. So people who normally wouldn't go to Walmart end up shopping at Walmart. People who wouldn't normally go to McDonald's eat at McDonald's. And those companies actually do better during recessions before, for that reason. So places like Family Dollar, basically places where poor people go, that's, that's what goes up during a recession because people become poor. It's, this isn't rocket science, and it's completely predictable. And you can actually look up charts. This completely matches reality. The reason why this isn't a, uh, a, a useful strategy for your, you know, your big hedge fund managers is because they think in terms of yearly cycles. And the problem with sector rotation is sometimes it could take a couple years to, to bear fruit. So, like, your average dipshit investor is like, you, di- you didn't make me a 10% return this year. You're fired. I want a 10% return every year. And when you try to explain to them how reality works, they're like, no, no, I, I made money. And so I'm smarter than you because I made I have more money than you. So come back to me when you have more money than me. Then you're smarter than me as if that's how IQ works. And it's, it's like someone being like, you know, you can't operate on me until you've had a heart attack. Only surgeons with heart attacks know how to operate on people with heart attacks. It's like that kind of retarded shit. But that's sector rotation in a nutshell. It's not even that complicated or even controversial. It's actually really fucking obvious. 
but because it's an un- it's unpredictable in that you don't really know when it's going to bear fruit, it's not very popular. But the rest of what you said um, sounded fine to me. As long as you listen to the Monkeynomics series, I mean, that all that information is still valid. I don't think anything's become outdated. I didn't talk about anything specific. I was being very general. But it was still good information. So, um, I don't remember what we were talking about before. So, I know we are talking about Replica. Um, I remember what we were talking about. We were essentially talking about those who were in power... And how, how the stud, how studies had proven. Oh that yeah, the, the, the tyranny of the weak. weak. Yes, the tyranny, tyranny of the weak. That's it. Yeah. You know, the, the fun- Go ahead. Okay. The funny thing about this topic is that it reminds me of this song um, that was that was written by Z Flow. It's called the White People Song. It goes, White people, I was bullied in school, so I become a cop, so I can bully you. White people. Yes. There you go. <laughs> One of these days, you'll finally get over your racism of white people, but not today. I don't Today's hate white not, people. Not, I know you. No, no one who's racist ever ever says they hate. Like like all these people, like people in the Klan and shit. Like I don't hate black people. I just want them out of my country. Is all. It's like okay, buddy. Well, well I don't like wish death upon white people or anything. I, I mean, I when know. I see white people walking across the street, I don't even think of them as white. I just think uh, of them as human. All right. Well, I mean, sometimes when it comes to women, but. That's about it. All right. I, I couldn't okay. care less what color anyone is. I know. It's okay. I forgive you. All right. I don't care. Like, I don't care if you're racist. The, what's funny is people shouldn't care if you're racist. Like, it doesn't matter. In fact, they, they did. There was a paper. This is how stupid it is. There is an article, not a paper. Um, newborn babies are, are racist because, like, newborn babies... They recognize their parents. You know, they recognize their caregivers. They don't even know what race they are, but they know what their parents look like. And they associate positive feelings with people who look like their parents. So if they're, if they're a white baby, they, know, they probably figured out that their parents have a certain look to them, a little on the fair side. So when they see other people that look like their parents, they associate that with loving and tenderness and and taking care of people and there was a, a fucking paper a li- this wasn't even like a, an onion article talking about how our baby's racist it's like no you fucking retard they just everyone has a preference for like people it's like it's instinct you're going to f- feel more comfortable with people who look like you that's just stupid but that's somehow it's gone from like I don't like chicks who have gorilla face and to some people, that's like, that's racist. In fact, oh, you know what? I, there was a guy in my comment section this week. Remember how we talked about that article about how the chick uh, beat up, she had her lover beat up her husband and they burned his body alive. And the, the judge said that it wasn't murder because the guy called her a whore for cheating on him. Uh, there were guys in the comment section saying that we should nuke Kukistan. And there was this Indian guy like, well, I'm an Indian MGTOW, but you all are racist. Like, he took an article talking about how the government of, of India was basically excusing a man being brutally murdered by his cheating wife and her boyfriend, because saying, basically saying he asked for it for calling her a whore just because she cheated on him, and saying it was racist to be angry about that or even joke about nuking the country for being so cucked. 
that is that's the new current year definition of racism. Basically, criticize. And I've, I've seen this thing where like black people, you know, I talk about like the depend the welfare dependence and the single motherhood, um, and I've also talked about like how uh, the saggy pants and the grills. That actually came from prison culture. The saggy pants, like in, in prison, they don't let you have a belt. You have to have elastic pants because they don't want people hanging themselves. So because you can't have a belt uh, and you have elastic pants, what they do is they – people would stretch your pants out to mark you as their bitch. And so if you were getting fucked in the ass in prison, you'd have these saggy pants. And it marked you as a bitch because you were getting fucked in the ass while you were in prison. And the grills were – they would knock your teeth out and make you suck their dick in prison. So these guys would come out of prison with saggy pants and gold teeth because they were suck getting, sucking dick and getting fucked in the ass. And guys like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like getting fucked in the ass and sucking dick. You know me, I'm, I'll keep it real, yo. And that's where that came from. And if you point that out to people, you talk about how it's retarded and black culture celebrates failure. And anyone who can like enunciate their words and has a good job is considered an Oreo Uncle Tom. And that's fucking retarded. They like you're racist. Like no, that's not no. But just again, it's just it's just, it's a magic spell. You said something I don't yeah. like. It's you're racist. No other. That's all it is. Everything Fuck. is racism. Right. And that's why I don't give a shit. I don't even give a shit. if you legitimately hate someone of a different race. I still don't give a shit. Yeah, I think well, it's funny. I just, well, I I honestly just I'd rather be honest about it. Like. Like if if I hated a race, I'll flat out say it. Like yes, I I have a lot of racist tendencies towards white women. Yes, I'm honest about yeah. it. I mean, well, I hate do bonobos. I want to? No. I'm very honest with my hatred of bonobos. Fuck those little dick rubbing pieces of shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be racist, but but you know what? Sometimes those racist tendencies come out. <laughs> but it's like that song. That you ever seen that song? We're all a little bit racist. Um, I think we all are. Some just more than others. All right. We're honest. Okay, well, it's, it's on you, man. Again, I don't give a shit. So, you just you go be racist. I don't give a fuck. The thing, the only problem I have with racists is it blinds them to shit. Thank you very much for answering my question, Hermit. Will you be having a stream after the show? Holy shit! Another fifty dollars. Like, hold on. Before you answer that, Hermit, if you're going to be a good investor, you got to spend your money more wisely. You just donated a hundred dollars in the course of like. 20 minutes that's that's not sound money management i mean just if pale king's gonna there. be there i'll do a stream for pale king he's gonna be there <laughs> he's gonna be your sugar daddy yeah he be like make it rain pale king make it rain You're gonna have your sex doll on the camera with like some nip showing hey i'll it's... sell nudes like i don't care i showed well, tfm you... my news i showed the whole world i showed eighty thousand men uh, okay well, how long if, how as... long if you haven't had that vasopressant. It, it, it sneaks up on you. No, I mean, I think I've been thinking about this. Um, and I made a video where I talked about it. I think that bond is nudes and might for different types of guys. Like, I've definitely humanized and bonded with my doll. Um, but I don't have... And I, it's very hard for me to get that. I don't think I've really had that ever in my life. All right. So what if, you're, like, so if your girlfriend wanted to be, like, a, a cam girl, you'd be okay with that? No, I just break up with her. <laughs> the relationship is already over. Like, all right, it's, it's fine. Go be a cam girl. I mean, I could set her up as like a Twitch thought. 
you know, just buy like a desktop and, and well, that, that's all. That's all. Twitch is now. take like sixty percent. Twitch is Twitch has become baby's first chatterbait. That's all it is. It's for these. It's for these kids who are like, they're too young. They don't want to get in trouble because they still live with their parents. They can't actually just go to chatterbait, so they go on Twitch and they buy like Twitch points or whatever to go make it rain on these Twitch thoughts. But it's basically just baby's first chatterbait. A lot of money out there. I'm surprised yeah. there's not... You know how they have the esports teams where they basically keep those kids locked in playing the video games for like 18 hours a day in their little like little dorms? I'm surprised there's not like some pimp out there with like six PCs in a room and just a bunch of thoughts just playing, making all that money. The, well, like, I know they have streamer houses, but like a full-on like pimp operation. But the, the, whole, the whole point of the pimp... See, like here's the thing. Do you know why there are drug gangs... The, the entire reason there are drug gangs is because uh, you can't just go to the police if someone rips you off. Like The reason why there's no orange juice gangs is because if I sell you orange juice and you don't pay me or you rip me off, I can go to the police and say, he stole my orange juice, and I'll take you to court, and um, I'll get my money, or you'll go to prison or, or whatever. But when I'm selling something illegal, I can't go to the police. So you need to have a drug gang to enforce the deals because you can't, you don't have the police on your side. So that's why that's why there were pimps. The pimps were there to enforce to make sure the Johns paid. The the pimps were the the prostitutes gang for lack of a better word. But you don't need that for Twitch thoughts because it's legal. So it just it there's no point to it. Yeah, I, I see like, what you're saying. I mean, like if you want, they don't know how to set up their shit though. Like you can. Just oh, I know. Yeah, but there's there's speed. plenty of there's plenty of fedora tipping pieces of shit who will be like, I what will was, help you, my uh, lady. What's her name? Mia Khalifa was like the top number one girl on Pornhub, and they just found her at like a Whataburger. Like a porn producer came in, he saw her big tits, and he's like, you know what? You should do this, and he like he reaped benefits off that. I like have a finder's fee. I have an idea. Hear me out. <laughs> What if you get a mile of cock run through your pussy? And they're like, she's and like, I'll yep. pay you for it. Sounds good to me. That's uh, that, that's that's how it always that's how it always goes down. The one I never get about porn stars is I don't care how hot you are. Like one of my favorite, probably my favorite porn star of all time is Maria Ozawa back in her prime because she's like a halfu and yeah, she she's. She's she's nice. If you haven't checked out Maria Ozawa, I mean now, yeah, she's hit, she's kind of hit the wall now, and she she married a chef. Who the fuck? Who the like? I don't, again, I don't care how hot she is. I don't care how many times I jacked off to her. I would never marry her, ever, ever. It's like, a plot to get him to kill himself, and then he take his money. Yeah, like you've no you. It's one thing if like your girlfriend has had, like, so many boyfriends. And most women lie about how many boyfriends they've had anyway. But, okay, so, whatever. Fuck, dude, I just Googled her. Yeah, she looks good, but you're not, you don't put it fucking... Dude, she you, she looks exactly like the girl that introduced me to fucking MGTOW. It wouldn't be introduced to you like your your last like, girlfriend yeah, that fucked was, you over. No, it was yeah, it was it was the red pill that was shoved up my ass, and then I found red pill in MGTOW. Like she's yep. the type, she's hot. Well, yeah, she's hot, but you wouldn't marry her. Now, like if you saw a girl like that was like her, but not a prostitute, you know, might want to give her a second look. But like the actual porn star, no, you don't. 
you don't take out a loan against that ass. She's got like a mile of cock run through. This isn't even about the whole like I know the trad cons like to do this whole bonding. They, they they believe in this bullshit where even though the laws are shit, if you marry a virgin, somehow the magic of the oxytocin thing. Oh, she'll never cheat on you because you took her virginity and like there. Yeah, statistically, sure, there is a there's a correlation, but. Meanwhile, in the real world, that doesn't actually translate into much. You do not want to bet your freedom on, oh, like, she was a virgin. Because I've seen too many, like, marriages where, yeah, the wife was a virgin, but then she pulled the whole, like, I just, you know, I feel like I'm missing out, so I need to cheat on you. I need to fuck other guys because, you know, usually it's like what happens is the, the girl gets married young, like maybe 16 to 18, like real young. But then... After, like, 10 years of marriage, she's in her, like, late 20s. She's getting all kinds of attention, and she's just thinking, oh, this is, I'm not going to be young forever. If I don't get this now, I may never get it again. And it's like, yeah, and they throw it all away. They throw away everything. It's disgusting. Because they have the opportunity to act retarded, you know? They're not thinking 10 steps ahead, and society incentivizes them to act well, sometimes, now, as someone who's been on the other end of this, a lot of it, what it is, is, uh, I, I, no matter how many times I try to explain this to girls, they never believe me. They always think, just like these guys. You're, you know when you try to red pill a guy? Oh, hold on. Waifu privilege. Your analogy of the pimp and prostitute is exactly why I think prostitution should be decriminalized in order to lessen sex trafficking. On a side note, can you explain why slavery is a failure for economics? I think that it's basically communism, but... Uh-oh. I, I feel like there was more to that, and you just ran out of characters. <laughs> so, um, slavery is inefficient, because you basically you have, to, you have to allocate people to guard the slaves, and they're only going to do... Because they're not benefiting. Like, you ever see the movie Office Space, where the guy was explaining... You know, if there's no incentive, they're only going to work just hard enough not to be fired. Well, in slavery, they work just hard enough not to be whipped. Now, in communism, it worked the same way. You had it because there wasn't money in communism. So you had a quota. So you worked your quota and that was it. And like there was no incentive to work harder or to produce more because there was no benefit to you. So what people would do was they would work, they'd do their quota, and then they would stop working. Now, and there was actually a thing where uh, uh, in the UK, now this was true, I don't know if this is still like this, but in the UK during the time of this documentary I was watching about this, the, uh, the dentists, they have a quota, and they usually, they fill their yearly quota by April, and they just leave. They take like nine months off out of the year because they fill their quota like within only a few months of the year and then people can't get dental care the rest of the year because all the dentists like left because they didn't have to produce anymore so it, because when you get rid of the when you get rid of money you have to have rationing because things aren't infinite so without you have money or like if, if you get rid of money you have to have rationing some other way and such is life Anyway, um, shit. Um, what was, so. the was that the... Did I cover that? I can't remember the question, honestly. I can't remember where I was going with that. Yeah, my train of thought got derailed, too. I'm sorry. Lots of people lots of people love to, t uh, to contact me. 
Okay. Um, I think it was about, oh, about slavery. So the problem is, again, just like with communism, just like with socialism, you're right. Slavery is a kind of socialism, except without the illusion. See, the reason why people like socialism and communism is they think they're going to get free shit. Now, if you know anything about history, you realize communism doesn't end in free shit. It ends in slavery. Like, you have to work on this farm, and if you don't work, they shoot you, or they take you to the they take you to the um, the gulag, where if you don't make your if you don't meet your quota, there are people I'm not bullshitting you who were thrown in the gulag for not making their quota. That was their crime. So you either make your quota or you get thrown in prison, where they put a gun to you and make you do your quota that way. So you are going to work for free. So the communism essentially it's slavery, but there's like this in between step where as long as you voluntarily enslave yourself. Then it's you know it's not real slavery for some reason I don't I don't really understand that. But then if you're like well I, I didn't make my quota I don't feel like working for free then they'll put a gun to your head and they'll actually be like okay well now you're a slave now you will work for free or we will shoot you which is what slavery is. So yeah all communism ends in slavery. Some people like they think oh this is great I get to work on my farm and not get paid and I get my it's retarded. All these people who think communism is going to end with like them getting free shit are fucking stupid. It's just that's the mechanism. That's the lie. That's why they're called useful idiots. Like Stalin, this isn't me talking. It's like the communists themselves, they refer to these dipshits who think this is like going to end with them getting free stuff, calling them useful idiots. And as soon as like our Yuri Bezmenov, once they take over, they kill all these people. But no matter how many times it fails, no matter how many how high the bodies are, uh, people still, the promise of free shit is just too tempting. They're like, what free shit? I'm like, yeah, but, you know, slavery. They're like, but but he said free shit. You know what it's like? It's like, you know, it's like those, uh, those asshole genies that always twist your words and, like, turn your wish back on you. Even if you knew this was an asshole genie that was going to turn your wish against you and make, you know, make your life worse. And the best you can do is just walk away and not make a wish. There, there are people who will be like, no, no, man, I got this. I, I got the perfect wish, which isn't going to backfire. And like, oh, shit, it backfired. I didn't see it coming. It's like, yeah, don't wish on that lamp. They turn your wishes yeah. against you. And they're like, no, man, no, this is this this time it's going to work. Like, is that how Will Smith is going to sound in the new Aladdin movie? May, yeah, uh, I didn't even think. I didn't even think about that. But maybe this sounds, what you described more sound, sounds more like uh, Monkey's Paw. If you remember that, uh, it, you know, it's an old kind of legend that the whole asshole genie, Monkey's Paw, uh, deal with the devil. There's there's several ways you can interpret the metaphor, but the, it, it's basically that's all communism is. It promises you something, and it always backfires. But people still like. Or you know what it's like uh, the uh, the Hellraiser, the Hellraiser puzzle cube that promises you pleasure. It's like oh I'm going to solve this puzzle cube. It's going to give me all this pleasure, and then fucking demons come and rip your skin off because to them that's what pleasure is. You're like womp womp. <laughs> You're an idiot. That's that's communism. Hellraiser is an allegory for communism. Yeah, Clyde Barker it's, it's was pretty... a Clyde Barker was a genius. Yeah. But but speaking of, of communism and whatnot, now now somebody sent me an article today about um, how the Democrats or or, or should I say well the title says surveys are 
showing overwhelming support for raising taxes on top earners. So of I don't course. know if that's just Democrats or what. No, no, okay. Yeah. people are people, of course. Like, look, people ne- who ask people who are the rich, it's always the everyone who makes more money than them. Right. So yeah, and, yeah, and, and, people are stupid. Right. Yeah, people think the people, rich, the rich are not them. So it's like, oh, we're going to raise taxes on the top one percent. Oh, thank goodness, it's not me. So l- let me explain you. Well, it would be pointless to explain it. So yeah, fuck it. Go ahead and raise taxes on the one percent, and then when you see those prices go up and those ju- the the unemployment go up, then be like, oh, it's all capitalism's fault. We need to raise taxes again. It's like, okay, yeah, keep a uh, pouring gas in all that fire. We're just another day closer to the purge. Right. It's uh, I forgot what I was about to say. I mean, I didn't get a chance to read the entire article yet, but but yeah, it just goes to show you that people that don't have money the majority of them clearly don't understand how money works. And that's why yeah, they don't have like money. Said, <laughs> that's why they don't have money. It's, it's not I a... Mean, I mean, they don't have the drive or the know-how to become rich or even have money by themselves. They just want it given to them. It's like, ooh, ooh, give me this. Give me, give me, give me. Well, you got to work for it. Yeah. But, but capitalism, I'm a loser. I can't be rich if we have a real meritocracy. Give me, give me, give me. Yep. Pretty much. I, I wish it was... Oh, shit. There's like giant... Ze- Damn. All right. This is going to be a hard level because I'm, I'm being cornered by like giant fucking zombies. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, um... Anyway, as much as I like beating up on communism and and all that and all that jazz, uh, we still have our guest here, so all let's right. go ahead and bring him on. I may, I guess. Okay, so our guest, um, he's okay. He's from Spain, and he was an exchange student, exchange student in southeastern China. And what happened was he met a girl there, and things went up and yet went down. So and and if he okay. gets a chance, he'd also love to talk about the current state of Spain. Gotcha. So Deckard, that is your cue. Welcome to the Turf and Monkey Show. And um, hello. I me? see him. I see him lighting oh. up, but I can't really okay. hear him. Okay. I hear you. Oh, hello. All right. So this is Deckard from Spain. And right. uh, first of all, I would like to send you regards in, on behalf of the Spanish-speaking community. All right. It's not as big as the Anglo-Saxon one, but uh, we have some here. Okay. Right. And uh, do you remember by chance uh, Timorpheus? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I see him around sometimes. He sends you uh, regards as well. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, Deckard. Um, I'm sorry, Deckard. I didn't mean to cut you off, but can you turn your volume up just a little bit? People in the chat are having trouble hearing you. Oh yeah, yeah. That was like like Mig Truck on the 420 show. Like I could hear him, but yeah, during in post production, he I could barely hear him. I had to do a lot of, uh, you know, post production to bring this volume up. Yes, please, please give me one sec. All right. Oh, yeah, gosh. sorry about this. I, was, I I could hear him okay before it seemed like. Is it any better now? Yeah, that's a bit better. Right, so shall I start? Uh, yes, go ahead. 
Right. So uh, to start my story, I have to turn back in time uh, 12 years ago. Okay. As uh, okay. Sogun said, I, I was an uh, exchange student in, in China. I was there as a part of a program. And I was spending a semester in southern China in a university okay, to learn Chinese. Uh, at some point, I decided to uh, practice more speaking. So I found this girl through a mutual contact who introduced us to, uh, uh, who introduced uh, uh, each, uh, me to her. And uh, well, I have to point out that at that time uh, there were not uh, no smartphones, so I couldn't have uh, I didn't have any chance to see what she looked like. Okay, so when we met, uh, she was very attractive to my surprise. Okay, and we studied together several times, but the, on the fourth meeting uh, it turned into a date. Okay, and uh, she eventually became my girlfriend, right? So the next few months uh, were great because she she was very helpful, very sweet, and she uh, she was also very selfless, right? So she was pretty much what I was looking for in a woman, okay, that I couldn't find in my country. I wanna I wanna say that uh, I had been in, into the PUA staff for one year, and I had got some results. But I, I had very little experience with women at that time, right? Okay, so okay. Uh, w after two months and a half, okay, because I met her uh, after my midterm, uh, I had to return to Spain. So we made a short trip to another city, and when we were there, she cried in front of me in the hotel, and uh, I told her that I would do my best to uh, return to China, okay? So the contact continued when I returned to Spain for seven months. That was the time I needed to finish my master's degree. And, uh, well, we used to meet every day on Messenger, okay? Uh, either uh, on chat or on video call. Okay. But uh, 10 years before my return, I got an email from her. And she, she told me uh, it was over between us, okay? Mm -hmm. So... I was uh, gutted, I was uh, very sad, okay? And I asked her for explanations, but I got no, right? Well, yeah, she, she met someone else, that's what, that's what happened. Mm, I'm not sure. Well, I wasn't sure at the time, but I was Oh, yeah, no, that, that, that's always what happens. Yeah, she, she can't yeah. wait for you to come back, and then all of a sudden it's over. It's because she, she found someone. Now, she was dating the whole time, the whole time. She didn't stop dating, but she was just looking to like find someone better than you. So once the second she found someone better than you, then yeah, uh, it was case over. Of hypergamy, I guess, <laughs> right? Yeah, but, it's almost like an instinct. Uh, yeah. Well, my trip was ready, and I was about to cancel it. But one of my contacts told me that there was one room available for me and also one possible job. So I decided to take the chance, and I returned to China, also with the hope of uh, contacting her again, again, and oh, maybe fixing. Yes. Fix things. <laughs> fix things. Yeah, that's it. Oh, right. good lord. Lord, lord. So, when I returned there, I went to through a morning period for one month and something, right? Until I started to date other women, but not seriously, okay? I didn't want to, to commit as much as I did with her, okay? Okay. And, uh, yeah, eventually I got one another email from her, and she told me, she explained me that the reason of uh, she dumping me uh, was that he, she had been raped. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my. I yeah. I was raped. That's why I'm dumping you. The fuck. Yeah. And that's why Jesus. I haven't talked to you in I don't know how long too. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was so ashamed of being raped. I 
wanted you to cancel your trip so I could be with my rapist. I mean, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so she fed you a lot of bullshit, but you had one-itis, so you believed her. When is the wedding? Yes, well, but you know the thing, uh, well, I, I didn't stop dating other women. The thing is, I was uh, shocked, as you can imagine. So I, I tried to to, uh, to contact with contact her, but uh, no no chance, right? So after okay. several months, I uh, I got her cell phone number, her new cell phone number from a contact, okay, that provided it to me, and then I, I called her and we had a voice call. It was very surprising to her to see me there, and uh, yeah, she was very uh, cold to me to my surprise. And uh, she told me that we could be friends, you know, the <laughs> a case of friend zone. Well, no, yeah. So she was dating someone else, but she wanted you in the background. In case things didn't work out, you could be her soft place to land. Yeah, her backup, I guess. Yeah, you're going to be her dick in the jar. Yeah. Now, that reminds me of an article that Tom Like has talked about quite some time ago. It um, talks about how, how it's estimated that half of women have their plan B. Now, some of them just have someone that they would like to be with just in case that this particular relationship doesn't work out. Others have already been with Plan B and would like to get back with them. And others that have their Plan B who they're actually dating and banging in the background. Yeah, but so, that's normal to have because women don't have scarcity mentality. You know, when a man finds a woman, I mean, if he's like a mid to lower tiers guy on the sexual marketplace value he's gonna cherish that because you know he, that's that's as much as he's gotten recently but a woman she goes outside she goes to the grocery store you know she has options everywhere as long as she's not fucking butt ugly and even then she still has fucking options so right and that, not, well, that, that's just they don't operate it's because that same scarcity mentality well until they hit the wall like when a woman is young and fertile yeah the, the, the world is at her feet because everyone wants young fertile women so between the ages of like 18 and 35 yeah, like, she can do no wrong. And then what's sad is women yeah. think that, that that's normal and it will always be that way. Like, no, no, sweetie. And, no. And Hermit, now, when you said that unless she's butt ugly, now, I kind of have to slightly disagree with you on that. I mean, that may kind of slow it down, but let me tell you, there's always some thirsty, yeah, black, yeah. almost black I, guy that'll take her. I said there were, they still have options, because they do. Yeah, they uh, still have options. with fucking butt ugly women still yes. all the time so it's um oh, yeah. really like the only time that i've observed that women don't have fucking options is when they're like really old but even then older men still chase after them like men their age just for companionship so they're never truly out of options they just have higher standards when they're like in the negative sexual marketplace value and there's always some young guys willing to sport banger too just to say hey i got exactly laid. for practice Okay. okay. I'm sorry, Dad. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Dad. I guess you can continue. No worries, no worries. Right. So uh, I was working there, as I said, and uh, after several months, well, you know, the contact with her after that conversation, I I called her several times, but in the end, she uh, she ghosted me. Right. So uh, m some months later, I uh, I lost my job due to the financial crisis. We are talking about the the year 2008, right? Okay. So as a result, I had to return to Spain. And uh, when I returned to Spain, it was hard for me to find another job, but I eventually got a stable one, and this is the one I have now, 
right? And at the same time, I had some other experience with women in Spain, you know, Chinese and locals, right? And I went even more disappointed, disenfranchised with women, right? Mm-hmm. And in the end, a few three years ago, I was on a Facebook page, an anti-feminist Facebook page, collaborating, and I heard about MGTOW, right? And one day, Semorpheus uh, showed up there because he he wanted uh, some promotion, okay? And uh, I I have been so I have been seeing watching some of his videos, so I went uh, deep deeper down into MGTOW, right? But I didn't fully em- embrace it yet, okay? Okay. After several months, I went back to China just to refresh my Chinese for one semester, right? And when I arrived to China, I decided to input her cell phone number into one communication app similar to uh, WhatsApp, just to see what had been of her, right? And to my surprise, I saw the photo of a baby there, and you know, I tied all the loose knots. <laughs> right? right. So I threw the towel completely at that moment. Y- yeah, she's definitely um, she's she's gone. Yes, and due to other experience, experiences I had with some other women in China, I fully embraced the MGTOW at that time. And I, I've been well, in MGTOW Ch- for three years. China, China is worse than most because there's actual males, there's male abundance. Like there's because of the one child policy, there's like way more men than women. So mm-hmm. what would normally be already like the simping, the absolute simping in China is so out of control because there's like three men for every woman. So, yeah, and then, of course, you know, you come along, Mr. Spanish guy, and they're like, you know, you're 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 exotic, you know? So, yeah, yeah it's... It. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that does count. <laughs> but anyway, when you say about the male abundance in China, there is one, one city where it's uh, just completely the opposite. You know, there is like three women for uh, each guy, so as a result, some guys even date the three girlfriends or two girlfriends at the same time. What? Uh, but so why why are guys simping for these Chinese women if there's a city where all the women are? That doesn't even make sense. Well, I don't know, but this case, this city is one special case. Okay, where uh, women are more abundant than men. What is special about this? I've never heard of this Chinese city where there's just women everywhere. Because all these guys, like, there's these guys that are going, like, overseas to, like, uh, you know, other Asian countries. So why don't yeah, they just go to this city? The, the Aussies, yeah. The Aussies go to Thailand and, you know, to uh, Southeast Asia. Right. So what, again, like, this is why I'm, like, I've never heard of this magical city where there's all these Chinese women. Well, magical, uh, if what, uh, standing one woman is difficult, just imagine two or three as girlfriends. <laughs> I, well, no, my... I'm just like I'm not saying you're a liar or anything. I've never heard of this city where there's all these women. So, but I have seen the absolute simping and guys going overseas, not overseas, but like to other Asian countries. So, if there was a city with all these Asian women, why aren't they just going there? No idea. <laughs> all right. So, when something doesn't make sense, usually someone's full of shit. That's all I'm saying. Well, we can check out this later. Why the fuck you lying? Why you <laughs> well, always I'm, lying? I'm, I'm not like m- maybe you're confused. Oh well, hold on. Oh, I'm not necessarily, but like maybe you're misremembering something. Maybe these aren't Chinese women. Maybe these are like Filipino women because Filipino women are everywhere. Like go to any country on earth. There's fucking Filipino women. I don't know why. 
They're just everywhere. They're like, I don't know. Yeah, even even here in my hometown, there are some. Yeah, they're, they're like, you know, if they were like a mob in an MMO, they'd be the most common mob because they're just fucking everywhere. But uh, maybe that's it. Maybe they're not Chinese women. Maybe they're just Asian women, and that's why guys don't go there because they want Chinese women. But if there's legit Asian women in this town, and there's like so many of them, and guys have trip, you know, three girlfriends, then it's like that. Don't, that don't make no sense because uh, there's no women in China. That's the whole point. That's the I'll whole take deal. It later. Right. So that was pretty much the end of my story. If there is any question now? Um, well, yes. I. I'll go ahead, TFM. Well, I mean, it's a pretty standard story. You know, you. you hung out with a girl and she you had a long distance relationship which is that doesn't even count like basically you broke up you broke up mm-hmm. but you, she she put on this show of oh we're still boyfriend and girlfriend let's talk and have phone sex um, but the whole time she was dating other guys you just didn't know about it that's yeah with yeah. Hindsight, I, I thought that and that's where that well, projection of your metaphysical masculine love fails to translate for women because you thought she could apply the same modes of thought that you were doing where you didn't have to see her physically but just communication would be enough you know and she operates on a different realm she operates in the physical realm she needs physical things she needs finances she needs dick she needs all that shit you know so long distance relationships never work never do a long distance relationship precisely she hadn't fully broken up with her previous boyfriend um, sure. That I mean, it doesn't. Does it really matter? Well, mm. not now, but it's just uh, what I think. Yeah, like yeah, I don't oh. play that shit. Now, if if you're looking for just a, a pump and dump, yeah, sure. Like there was a girl I was. We dated for not even. I don't even know if we, we didn't count. We we were, I think we were only dated for like a little bit. We didn't even go on an actual date date. We just hung out, you know, Netflix and chilled. And then she told me basically. Uh, she had a boyfriend. Her ex-boyfriend was in prison. And basically, as, as soon as he got out of prison, she was going to break up and go back to him. And I'm like, well, here, let me fucking pack your bags. And I just kicked her out. I didn't give a shit. I'm like, no, look, I'm not... I'm, she, she wasn't bad looking either, but I'm not I'm not, I'm not, not going to keep you warm for him. Because that's a waste of my time and my money. But mostly my time. My time is very valuable. So I'm not going to keep you warm from some other guy. Okay, so I someone in the chat did send me an article link to the city that actually has uh, more women than men, and it's, mm-hmm. and they're saying that that, that, that this, the Chinese city where men have three girlfriends because there are so many women. But now it doesn't make any sense. Why are the eight, why are these Chinese guys simping so hard if there's this city with all these women? Well. I think it's because they still know that hypergamy is a thing and that they can still basically say, well, you still have to meet my demands. And it doesn't say, and it says where men have three girlfriends. I bet you it's the top tier men that have like the harems and whatnot. I don't believe it's just like average Joes. Okay. Yeah. I don't think the Chinese are woke to hypergamy. So no, it's the simping is out of control because there's not enough, there's not enough women for the men, so the men have to, uh, like, basically simp. They try to out-simp each other to win the hearts of these women because there's just not enough women. 
So what is it about this city where there's just all these women? Yeah, it sounds very strange. It, does it? The article even mentioned why all these women are there. I mean, I'm looking at it now, so I guess we'll find. Maybe we'll find out in a moment. I don't even know. But I mean, well, of course, I'm not asking you guys to wait on me. But it, um, it, I don't know. It doesn't but, matter um, to me, frankly. But I, I just, I've never heard of this magical city where there's all these women. Okay. But um, but before the guest goes, um, there is something else that he would like to bring up. It's also like the current state of Spain, especially especially with um, how it's relevant to MGTOWs and immigration and whatnot. Yeah, Spain's yeah, a well, shithole. A, yeah, pretty much. So, well, immigration is uh, really uncontrolled. And with under the current government, they are bringing in a lot of uh, scam, basically, okay? And uh, the the last news I heard is that they they wanna they wanna uh, uh, grant the citizenship even to people who are illiterate. Of course. I mean, yeah, I don't they, see they I don't see how that could possibly backfire. You you bring a bunch of people in from a third world country who have no job skills and can't read, put them on the welfare state, and um, and let the fun begin. Yeah, but the point is, uh, this government wasn't elected. <laughs> so they are uh, trying to do as much as they can in order to stay in power. Yeah. Yeah, that that's literally the only reason they do it. Uh, they're not doing it to improve the country. They're literally only doing it to stay in power. That's the only reason why they ever do it. But they are uh, ruling Spain thanks to the votes of separatists. Uh, you know, uh, people who are uh, affinity with the ETA, with the terrorist band. And also with uh, with communists, okay. So these oh, are their um, their pa the communists are the communists are always behind it all. Communists, you know, that support uh, that were once uh, advisors to Chavez in Venezuela. Oh yeah, no, everyone. I mean, well, yes, Venezuela were very communist. Now, of course, now that they've collapsed, like which was hilarious. Uh, it's it's so stupid. So when when Venezuela was doing good. All these commies were like, Venezuela is a model for the world. Venezuela shows how communism can be done right and how it totally works, guys. We just had to try it one more time. And then the, the nanosecond, the starving kicks in. That wasn't real communism. It's never been tried before. And it's like, but you, you just don't. It doesn't matter what I said. Now that it's failed, it's not communism anymore. You know, uh, the it's all capitalism's fault. Damn that, capitalists! This is what feminists also say. That is not true feminism. <laughs> well, for the same reasons, commies, feminists—they're losers. That's the I, like uh, Frederick Nietzsche. Well, I love that guy. I think if I believed in past lives, I'd be like I'm the fucking reincarnation of Friedrich Nietzsche. But one of his great quotes was. Um, Nobody is more inferior than those who demand equality or something along those lines. And that is like every group that's like equality. They're basically like, I'm an inferior piece of shit. And let me beg for equality because I won't just fucking take it like a man. Like like the, the founding fathers didn't beg for equality from King George. They pushed his shit in and they made their own country. And then when they came back in 1812, they pushed their shit in some more. I was like, okay, we'll leave you alone. Like, that's what I thought you said, bitch. 
That's what so men I, do. I, I like another quote from Nietzsche. Uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Well, yeah, as long as it doesn't cripple you. Because, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, there's, there's a limit. Well, Nietzsche is all about, like, he understood that suffering is part of life and to find meaning in the suffering is to live. So, you know, you got to embrace it. got to embrace the shit because it's part of life. Right. Uh, can I comment uh, uh, other things about this painting? Yeah, sure, man. I mean, you're, n no offense, but your, first, your primary story was, wasn't very impressive, so hopefully you can redeem yourself. Yeah, maybe I'll be the standard. Right, so... Uh, now they want to, uh, you know, enact one law, uh, just uh, in the same way as in California, the yes, yes means yes law. Here oh, great. In Spain. Wait, I thought Spain already had like. Hold on, Celestina. TFM, a man from another country, a world away, can't understand your logic. Um. Well, I'm used to it, frankly. But um. I thought in Spain a woman could already accuse you of domestic violence without evidence, and based on her word alone, yes. you'd be thrown in prison. So how is that not yes? How is that not already like you basically already skipped yes means yes? You're already in like hashtag. You've had hashtag me too longer than anyone. Yes, well, some people are revolting against this here, but nothing serious. Although there's one political party from you know a right wing political party that wants to uh, go against this law and is promoting, is, you know, is promoting against this, this law. Okay, so a lot okay. of people are going to vote, vote for them, including myself, even though I don't agree with all what they, uh, what, what they advocate for. Well, yeah, that's the thing about politics. It's like, an, it's like a bag. You don't get to like pick or choose. You know, it's like, it's like uh, instead of going to a grocery store and getting exactly what you want, it's like you have, a, you have two full grocery carts and you got to pick one. And so you pick the grocery cart that has, like, mostly what you want, and you just, that's what you're stuck with. And hopefully you get most of what you want. That's the best you can do. That's, uh, mm -hmm. that's politics in a nutshell. Well, also, they want to reform the a law. Uh, so if, you hit a, if a woman hits you first and you hit her back, you will be arrested for uh, gender violence. <laughs> well, what if you plant a knife and sprinkle crack on the body? Well, I think the, the result will be the same, but you will stay in jail longer. No, because she attacked me with a knife. She's on crack. Look at the crack. It's all over her face. It, it I'm a victim. It, it doesn't matter, man. Oh, so you got to just fucking take it? You got to just let a bitch hit you? Or, or uh, flee. Run away. Oh, fuck that shit. That's hockey mask yeah. time right there. Some bitch comes up to me, starts punching me in the face. Like, you can't do anything. I'm a woman. I'll be like, oh, yeah, about that. And then um, that's when fucking BM, what's it called? BFG Division from Doom starts playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much every civilized country. I got cut by a knife by a girl, and this was like after <laughs> oh, learning God. about the Duluth model. And it's like, you know, she went to prison for less than 24 hours, so like it doesn't. Doesn't yeah. matter where you're at, what country. Yeah, like, but you know what? The hell they want. Well, she, you know what? But she may not be go to prison for very long. But if she doesn't have eyes anymore, that's going to affect her the rest of her life. Yeah, but I mean, I'm here now. So like, if I had done that, then you know, that's a dumb option. It, it's dumb. Okay. Yeah. It is because I'm here. Like, if I had done that, I'd be in prison. So right, but what if she stab? There's. A, 
but there are chicks who like fucking stab a guy in the heart and the guy's dead. And it's like, like these guys, look, look, a bitch pulls a knife on you. That's a deadly fucking weapon. It's like, oh, but the law says I can stab you. I don't give a fuck what the law says. You're going to get the fucking like Roy Batty thumbs in the eyes, bitch. <laughs> Roy Batty. Yeah. That's, you gotta learn that's judos, it for you. Because you can't, you can't leave a mark on her or else you're going to get no. So that's just yeah. the way well, things are. Again, until things change, until more. Well, look, look, look. Here's the thing. I'm not gonna let a bitch fucking stab me and be like, "Well, you know, until the laws change, I guess I just gotta get stabbed." No, that again, that's a deadly weapon. So look, you're gonna say, "Oh, you can't defend yourself. You have a penis." Okay. Well, I guess you know I've lived a full life. Let's see how. Uh, let's see. Let's go for the high score today. Let's see how what I can do. And starting with the fucking bitch who stabbed me. And then we'll see uh, what kind of damage I can do. And then we'll just put on some BFG division. Send it to loot and go for it. Right. So before that, you need to have a relationship with that woman, you know, uh, either being your wife or your girlfriend, to be accused of gender gender violence. Now a complete stranger can accuse you of that. Right. So, yeah, it's... Again, so there comes a point where, like... Obviously, in a perfect world, I wouldn't be... Like, if they passed a law like that, like, women can stab you and you can't defend yourself, or you're going to go to prison for defending yourself. Okay, well, then, um, she's going to die. You pull a deadly weapon on me. I don't give a fuck what's between your legs. You pull the deadly weapon on you. One of us isn't going to see the tomorrow's sunrise. That's just the way that shit is. Yeah, you pull a knife on me, you're fucking done. Yep, rightfully so. Yeah, that, that's just fucking bullshit. Like, I don't give a fuck about, like... You don't have a right to stab people. It's like, oh, but I have a vagina. Right. I can stab men. It, you can't defend yourself. The law. Well, right. I have another law. It's called fucking... Uh, force... What's it? Mass times acceleration equals force. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, you might as well start giving uh, fully automatic um, rifles to kids and say, hey, duke it out. Right, so look, I mean, uh, it's gonna, I, like, I don't want to be that guy, but if you're like, oh, bang, yeah, guys are getting stabbed, but we can't do anything. We got to wait for the laws to change. Like, there, there is no, like, p- guys are going to get stabbed. This is, you're going to be assaulted with a deadly weapon. This is hockey mask time. There's no, like, oh, it, like, l- let's wait for things to get worse before we do anything. People can stab you and get away with it. What are you waiting for? At what point are you like, oh, fuck this shit? At that point, if you're going to let someone stab you and be like, well... I didn't let let someone stab me. I I disarmed her, and I still... I got cut on my hand. That's why I wear gloves in my videos, so I don't dox myself. Like, I'm not going to fucking let myself get murdered and stabbed in the heart. But I'm not also going to go to prison and gouge her eyes out. Like, that's... I think think that's stupid, because I'm not going to be a martyr. Okay. So what about there was a guy I covered it recently. A guy in the UK got stabbed yeah, in the yeah. heart. He just let himself get stabbed in the nightclub, right? I don't think he let himself get stabbed. I think she, bitches just went up and fucking stabbed him. I don't think he was like you don't just sit there like oh whatever you you know you don't have the balls to stab me. Like, but you can't have a precedent. Oh, it's okay to stab people, of course, as long as they have a vagina. I mean, yeah, that's what the law is. It's okay to stab people. You can't defend yourself. That's gendered violence. It's like, okay, so at this point, you're basically 
I mean, second-class citizen, we passed that exit ramp a long yeah, time we've ago. Passed, we've passed the line of rational men long ago. So at this point, it's yeah, just so at, at, trying at this to determine point, how long until we, until the simps reach their line, which well, look, I honestly uh, don't think they have a line. I think their line well, is drawn by women. Okay, right. So, okay, so great. So here's, here's let me just... Uh, I've uh, I fought too long and too hard. I've shed too much blood to die a slave. So I'm not going to die a slave. Someone pulls a fucking knife on me, they're done. And you're like, oh, you're going to go to prison. Okay, well, since I'm going to prison anyway, then uh, going for the high score, and I'll make the world a better place. I've lived, a, I've lived a pretty full life. But you're so much more effective when you're free and not in prison. Well, but I, I'm not going to die. Look, I, I, you could say that, like, oh, you know, isn't it better to be a slave? And, like, what's the point? You're what's not the, a slave. A, you defend yourself, but you don't being need to a, fucking go the extra mile and be, like, a vigilante. I'm not, oh, I'm not saying I would, like... Uh, take the knife away from her, tie her up in a chair, and slowly torture her. It would be fucking like uppercut. And while she was dazed, I pushed my thumbs into her eye sockets, split her head in half, and that that would disarm her. That's how I disarm people. I don't know if you've seen that nine one one call with the chimp. The lesbians got the chimp all fucking high on cocaine, and he ripped one of her faces yeah. off. That's what happens when you give a wild animal cocaine. So that's just I'm not responsible. You know, like. To be like, oh, this bitch fucking stabbed a chimp and he ripped her face off. That's what chimps do. So, I'm not even responding. I don't even think, I, I think they might actually take my side on this. Like, the fuck is this chimp doing in this house ripping people's faces off? How'd you even get here? And I, I'd like, I'd stop talking English. I'd just use my little ook ook eek eek. And then when their back was turned, I'd like break out of the car and like loop in the third, you know? Just fucking... Undo the undo the little monkey cuffs they put on me. The perfect crime. That gives me flashbacks of the trunk monkey commercials. And you know, just don't. I, I'm just. I don't know. Look, I'm just telling you. When motherfuckers start pulling weapons on me, and I like, I'm not allowed to defend myself. We have long since passed hockey mask time at that point. I, that is it. It, it, I obviously my my primary goal is to get the fuck out of the country because if I can't defend myself, then fuck America. But exactly, we're at that point. Some motherfuckers. I knew what was going to happen pull, pull. even after, even before it happened. I knew she wouldn't face any consequences, and she didn't face any consequences. No, yeah, so well, I, women so don't face consequences. In the, moment, in the moment, I realized either like, do I take do I take the risk of trying to remain as non-confrontational as possible and not harm her and that opens me up more or do I just go full-blown and just go give in to the the reptile brain you know and just and I, and I realized like yes if I hadn't gone that route I, I wouldn't have a scar in my hand but also you know if I had gone the brutal efficient route then you know who knows where I'd be right now so I just it I guess it's circumstantial like if you're that guy who gets stabbed in the heart Obviously, fucking do something. Don't be a don't be an idiot. Well, you're, and sit there and get you're, you're dead. You're yeah, fucking dead. Like, you're gonna be. You're gonna. You have like a couple minutes to live. You might yeah. as well take her with you since you're going but to if, be dead. If you have some like martial arts training, or if you're like if you've been a brawler, if you see an opening where you don't have to go all the way, I would say don't go all the way because there's. Not, you know, look, you, I didn't say kill her. I said push her eyeballs into her head. She's she'll live. She'll she'll never forget you. That you'll be the last thing she sees, and she, maybe she'll learn her lesson when she's like holding up her coffee bean cup on the side of the road. 
saying I shouldn't have fucking pulled a knife on that motherfucker. He's pushed my eyeballs in. That was not a smart move. But yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, look, uh, I don't know. There's just there's some things which I don't give a fuck. My freedom is worth is worth too much. I'm not gonna be like, well, I guess. Uh, like, I don't understand. I don't understand. And and frankly, that's why we can't have nice things. Look look at look at the founding fathers. Look at everyone. Everyone who decided that freedom was worth fighting for, freedom was worth dying for. When did we lose that? When did it become? Oh, you know, uh, what what'll happen? Yeah, what if the what if the founding fathers decided? Oh well, you know the tea tax isn't that bad. Let's just let's just pay our taxes. We don't want a war. It's like what the fuck? Why is everybody a giant fucking pussy who's afraid to get get their hands dirty? Your freedom is worth fighting for. Yeah, it seems like ever since now was it since like this? Well, now I can't exactly put it uh, a pinpoint the date on this, but it seems like especially since second wave feminism started coming in. And people just started getting more and more sensitive that no, it's like nobody wants to fight for their rights. They want someone else to do it for them. But when it yeah, comes to just, time to pick up arms and actually defend yourself, nobody's willing to do it. I right. Mean, you I know, here's the thing. Who's in, 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 in Spain, with the fucking Muslims, they have honor killings. Like fucking bitch gets out of line. They just fucking kill her. No one's going to do shit. Yeah. No one's going to do a goddamn thing. But like, you get stabbed. Oh, you're not going to defend yourself. But if you're a fucking Muslim, you just go... Fucking oh! Fucking push your eyeballs, and no one's gonna do a goddamn thing. It's fucking right. Th- this is why Muslims are gonna win. They're gonna win. Fucking bunch of pussies. Bunch of goddamn pussies. That's what the West is. Bunch of giant. Yes. Fu- that's so. That's why your women are getting fucked because that's all you're good for. All you're good for is getting fucked. And you that's know gonna that? be your legacy to the world. No honor yeah. killings here in Spain yet. Yeah, but uh, a lot of rapes coming from Muslims, and uh, but they blame all what? the Spaniards for that. Oh yeah, exactly. Because they're fucking pussy. What? See, th- they have no problem. Like again, the same people. The same thing was. The same thing happened in Sweden. In Sweden, the women have absolutely no problem throwing their men in jail for false rape and taking their rights away and fucking their own men in the name of patriarchy and bullshit. But then they let they let the Muslims rape them. Don't do shit. Because the Muslims will do something about that. But the Western men are like, oh, what can you do? We got to wait for, we got to elect more Republicans and then maybe someday. It's like, this is, you realize this is only going to get worse. So what is, do you have a line? Is there a line where you're like, that's it? It's fucking goat? Because if not, I don't like, what the fuck am I even do? Like, why am I even bothering? You'll never do anything. If you're going to let yourself get stabbed and not do shit, or you're not going to defend yourself, you'll never do anything. Like, on all this shit, all these white nationalists are like, we're going to go to war, we're going to kick all the brown... No, you won't. You won't. You can't even stand up to your own women who you're bigger and stronger than. You're not going to stand up... To, you're not going to do shit. You're going to sit there and right. bitch and blame the Jews until your dying day. And that's going to be it. You're going to be like, eh, it's all the Jews' fault as you slowly die from blood loss and that's going to be it and that'll what bothers be the, me just, go out with a whimper and, w- and what bothers me just as much are the ones i mean this is actually these are some of the people that bother me the most i mean the ones that they're like they're listening to the show and then you bring up how islam is actually taken over i mean essentially it is because they're outbreeding everybody and they're like mm-hmm. oh it's time to convert to islam right now i mean they're, if they're they not- had the mentality that they were they would actually resist 
I mean, if this com- mentality is more, was more common, then it wouldn't happen. But instead, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm reading my Quran now. I'm ready to convert because, you know, at least Islam is patriarchal. That's how we're finally going to take women's rights away. When they don't realize, they don't know what they're really getting themselves into. I mean, they're throwing everybody under the bus at that point. I mean, it's people, it's people like these. I mean, and I'm talking to some people in the chat. I mean, it's people like these where I, I just, like, lose complete respect for them. I mean, they're not willing to fight for anything. They're just willing to just conform, conform, conform. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, well, no, fight. they're because the only thing they know how to do is surrender. That's that's all. They're prepared to surrender. They'll surrender to anyone. Surrender to women. Surrender to their government. Surrender to Muslims. Wh- whoever, because they don't care about their own freedom. They they don't value their freedom. They just they just care about their. They want to stay alive, and they'll surrender to whoever they have to surrender to. So, that's fine. Be a slave. Have fun with that. Let me know how that works out. Flush MTFM. We are bored. <laughs> well, we're not even talking about whatever anymore. It's just we're on a completely different subject now. Yeah, I but, don't know yeah. if that was directed towards me or what. No, it was directed like, to the, uh, the the Spanish guy because he's still here technically, but we're not even really talking yeah, about anything I'm, at this point. No, I meant this I'm current here. conversation because it's it's important. I had a while ago a guy talked about this. We were talking about China how you can go your own way in that police state. I think a lot of individual guys learn to live within the system. So you bring up the Muslims, mm. they take their women's rights away because they operate as a block. And that's not, men don't operate as a block in America or these other countries. So shit's not going to get better anytime soon. So you can mm. learn to operate within the system or you can <laughs> take your stand. And like you have, every, every guy has his own individual line. So it's just... right. All right. Well, you know, just remember me. Remember the, the tale of Turd Flinging Monkey, who didn't like, die a slave. I, I cherish, I cherish my freedom so much that I didn't go and overreact in my personal situation because right. I knew well, what would happen uh, to me. I I learned from the Duluth model. You know, I knew there would be no consequences for her, so I tried just... to get out of that situation. I didn't let myself get stabbed. I defended myself, but I didn't fucking. I didn't fucking bury her because I knew what would happen if I did that, you know? So I got mm-hmm. out of the situation with as little damage as I could have. All right. And I so, and so, what, what is your, I'm curious about what your line is, but hold on. Would banning abortion or paying women $5,000 to adopt out their child be a solution to the declining fertility rate? It could be marketed as giving career women and LGBTs a chance to have children. Many women and pro-lifers would get behind it. Right, so Ireland did ban abortion, and they had the highest native fertility rate in Europe, but it was still below replacement. So it would help. Taking away any of women's rights would help, but it wouldn't solve the problem. So, like, you could... Basically, it's treating the symptom, but it's not solving the problem. And the thing is, if you're going to take women's abortion rights away, why stop there? They're going to piss and moan and cry overtaking those rights away. So if, if you've already mentally prepared, okay, women shouldn't have this right, well, there's a few more rights you can add on to that. So, you know, why only almost solve the problem when you can just solve the problem in one fell swoop? Why just do a half measure? But, okay, so Hermit, what is your line? At what point would you finally say, okay, that's it? Fuck this living in the system. This is bullshit. I'm not going to be a slave. Do you have a line? I'm I'm past the line, but the point is I realize that nothing's going to change. Your whole the system, I agree with taking women's rights away. I agree with taking 
back the society and the, and the control of it, but it's not going to happen. So I've learned to live within the system. Like, so you don't. So that you don't have a no. You don't have a line. There, there is no point where you'd be like, I, I'd rather die than be a slave. No, there I, is no, no I have a, I have a point. If I, if there's a point where I see that the, I fucking maybe I get falsely accused or something, or maybe as a teacher something happens where a fucking student throws a false accusation at me or something, I'd fucking leave the country. I'd leave, up and leave, because I'm not tied to America. I don't have that patriotic sense. I can live wherever I need to live as an individual. Okay, so a false I'm accusation. I'm not going to be out in the streets. Yeah, I'm not going to be out in, in the streets protesting. I just move. I just leave. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about protesting. I, I want to just be left alone. I want to just, you know, live my life and whatever. But I've talked about this. The, the day will come when being MGTOW isn't enough, where just avoiding women isn't an option, where, like, yeah, women will just start pointing a finger at you, j'accuse, and you don't have rights, you can't defend yourself, uh, there's no evidence you can present. Basically, just your life is over, and you're going to prison. And you know, like you, but oh, I'm going to flee the country. What if there's an option? What if we live in a surveillance state where fleeing the country is not an option? Like, that's, that's what's going to happen. That's the line. That's the line. Right. If I can't, so, if I can't, if I lose my freedom of mobility, and I can't skirt around the uh, around the situations. You know, basically, if I'm forced into a corner, that's the line. I take. I would take every opportunity to avoid throwing myself into that fire because I just, I just want to live for myself. Right. Yeah. No. That again. That's why I have. Again, I have four plans. Plan A. I read pill men. Um, that's looking less and less likely to happen. Plan B is just get the fuck out of America. Go find somewhere else to go. Plan C is. I don't know. I call it, me and Dr. Bear call it Taco Island, where we just fucking sci-fi levels of bullshit. Just whatever. Let's go for it. Let's, everything's on the table. And if all else fails, convert to Islam. Because there's no there's nowhere else to go to. Um, yeah. But, what, yeah. I'm sorry. So, what, what yeah. I'm sorry. What bothers me is how people, they immediately jump to plan D. They don't find and, their freedom. And, and, well, just most people, they fold at the slightest uh, resistance. It's not okay. Um, you've seen Star Wars, right? I have not that. Well, I haven't seen Last Jedi. I kind of I tapped out after Rogue One. Look at look at uh, Ben Kenobi. The entire okay. fucking Jedi Order got wiped out, and instead of dying on that hill. You know, he he decided to live underneath the empire, live to fight another day, bide mm -hmm. his time, wait for the perfect opportunity. That's basically, you know, and he was a hermit, just living out. Right. He in the yeah. He he fled. That that's fine. But what if like you know, this the the clone troopers are attacking you. You're not going to be like, oh, if I attack these clone troopers, I'm going to be labeled a rebel. So I better just let these clone troopers shoot me. You know, I don't want to be seen as a traitor against the uh, the chancellor. That's a that's very different. But so, he waited for the right opportunity, though. You know, he just wasn't too early. He just no. What happened was he was on a uh, what's that? the place where he fought General Grievous, that sinkhole planet. So he if, if he was in the the Jedi Temple, he'd probably be dead. There isn't an option. Like the clone troopers were raiding that place like a motherfucker. Uh, now I know in the in the screenplay he had to live. So you know. 
uh, plot armor and all that. But, yeah, it, it's whatever. No, I'm all about, like, getting the fuck... When that happens, I, I'm fucking gone. But you pull a deadly weapon on me, I'm going to treat you accordingly. Not like, oh, it's a woman, so I'm supposed to... Let me, just, <laughs> let, me let her stab me a couple I, times. I, okay, let me okay, fucking... Okay. Let me soak the blow. I haven't talked about it because I didn't want to dox myself on my channel, but basically... I, I disarmed her, and I cut my hand in the process. So I didn't fucking let her stab me, but I also didn't go to the extreme lengths I could have gone to. I restrained myself because I knew the consequences of my actions if I had done that. And I looked at the situation in the moment, I said, do I want to go all the way 100%, or do I want to try 50%, do I want to try disarmament, and see if I can get out of this without losing my freedom from the police state? Hmm. And how much time does she do? Probably like 18 hours total. 18 hours. Did you even bother pressing charges? Um, I got a restraining order, but no, nothing mm. stuck. No, so well, I knew, yeah, I knew that would happen because I, I learned about the Duluth model. I knew that if she had any marks on her when the police came, I'd be the one to go. Well, she can so, she can give herself marks. She can give herself marks. That's yeah, not even protection. I know, I know, I know. I made sure that didn't happen. But even though that option to not go one hundred percent that put me in risk, you know, I could have I could have gotten harmed for not going one hundred percent. That was my decision to make because I thought I thought I could do it and get out relatively unscathed, and I did it. Um, for other guys, it depends on the situation. Like again, if it's a fucking gun, you know, then. Go 100%. Oh, but what, what about the Duluth model? Just because she's pointing a gun at yeah, you doesn't I, mean you have I a right to rather, defend yourself. You know, I'd rather face the Duluth model than guaranteed death. But, you know, if there's a chance that I could get out of it, if there's a chance that I can live within that system, because I knew what would happen if I had gone 100% against that, against her. So I just, I made that call in the, in the, in the moment. Right. You know what, this is, some, this is what I wonder. Would you get a, a, a fair, uh, would you get a fair trial in family court versus... No. Versus, um, because yeah, you're 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 better off in criminal court than family court. Family court is a right. it, it's a, a feminist sentencing hearing. That's that's the way I was looking for criminal court. It just it was on the tip of my head. But yeah, I would rather go to criminal court than than to deal with family court. So yes, if it if it if it came to me uh, going to family court or me just blowing her brains out or stabbing her in the neck, that's what I'm gonna do. She's dead. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. I, I guess, I don't know. Like, I was I in, in the moment, I realized, like, hey, I can I disarm her, I could get out of it, I could I could be here. You know, who knows what would have happened to me if I didn't do that. So I just didn't want to you know, I'm just that chance, you know, because I trusted my own abilities more than the police. Yeah, well, okay. Well, I'm just, look, this is what, this is going to keep happening. This isn't going to get better. So for all you people like, you know, the laws are not, their laws aren't going to get better. Every year the laws get worse. The more laws keep getting passed. So this only stops when men stop it. But if everyone's like, oh, I don't want to go to jail. Again, imagine if the founding fathers had that attitude. Mm, the tea tax. Well, you know, I don't want to go to jail. Uh, yeah, but how much? I don't, don't want to get punishment? hung for treason. How long did they wait until the founding fathers acted? They waited for the right moment. They didn't just act immediately. A lot there's a lot of build up to that and they waited for the right moment. Restraint is the better half of valor, but still, a man must take action if the line is crossed. Yeah, there's look. 
Yeah, like, look, a bitch attacks me. I'll, uh, whatever, just... I'll just get out of there. I, I usually, like, don't deal with that shit. Um, last time... Well, last... I, I've told the story, so I might as well tell it again. I had a girlfriend uh, punch me. We weren't even... We were having... Uh, it was something stupid. But she punched me, and I uh, gave her a dead arm, which is where you hit someone in the side of their arm, and it disables their arm. And then I grabbed her by the jaw, and I pulled her close to me, and I said, if you ever hit me again, I'm going to knock your teeth out. And she never hit me again. And she didn't dump me either. Like, there were no authorities were called. She punched me. I disabled her, grabbed her by the jaw, looked her square in the eye, and told her if she ever hit me again, I was going to knock her teeth out. And I was dead fucking serious. If she hit me again, I would have punched her in the face until all of her teeth were knocked out. And how good was the makeup sex? We had, it was pretty, pretty fantastic, if I have to say so myself. She let me put it in her ass and everything. Right. But anyway, Hermit, what, um, now, you, you know, now you were saying that the four, founding forefathers waited to a particular time in order to act. Well, now, you know, we talk about Muslims all the time, but there's a lot of things that I do respect about Muslims. Is that when they feel violated, they get, to do, get, they get together and they do something swiftly. They don't wait. They don't have a committee. Yeah, because they have they have the solidarity. They operate as a block. We don't have that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, white men, black men. You know, well, Latino, I keep they talking have, about that. We're all divided. I keep talking about this. That's because white people don't have a racial identity. They have a national identity. This this idea of like Muslims don't have a racial identity either. They have a religious identity. But like, if you fuck with someone within a religious community, no matter what color their skin. Like, I know the Amish are pacifists, so they're probably a bad example. But some other religious community that's not Muslim, if you fuck with them, they would probably fuck with you back because you're fucking right. with their community. They're, but it's this, you're never going to get white people or any race that's not basically Jews and blacks are the only ones with a racial identity. And that's because they're, they don't have a national identity. Jews didn't have a nation for thousands of years. Uh, most black people are, are descended from slaves. They have no idea what part of Africa they're from. So they don't have a national identity. That's the only reason why they have a racial identity. If black slaves could could figure out what part of the country of Africa they were from, then they would have more affiliation with the country of origin. They wouldn't have a racial identity. In fact, African immigrants, they don't see themselves as the same people as African Americans. Like guys from Ethiopia or Kenya, they hate African Americans. They fucking hate them. And they don't see any affiliation or any affection they don't see themselves as the same because they don't have a racial identity because they have a national identity so it's like oh but muslims have the solidarity not like white people you need to stop everyone needs to stop thinking in racial terms start thinking in national terms and you can basically all a nation is is a group of people with the same culture i'm not talking about yep, a country a, a country are, are lines on a map a nation is a large group of people with the same culture White people can do this. White people come with all different kinds of cultures. Any group can do this. You create a, you create a no-go zone. Stop me if you've heard this before. You create a no-go zone and the government doesn't fuck with you if you have the numbers. You don't need solidarity. You don't need to red pill white men to join your little commune. Just start a little community based on whatever national lines, religious lines, literally anything. They don't even need to be red pilled. Like Muslims aren't exactly fucking red pilled or anything they're just they have their religious identity and that's what that's what carries them there's nothing stopping anyone else from doing this you don't need to convert to islam either like it's just frustrating but yeah, everyone's just like I, I don't know 
I, I keep saying, you know, the beatings will continue until morale improves. This ends when men end it. And everyone's just like, they're all sitting around like, so, uh, so when are the men going to end it? Like, aren't you a man? Oh, uh, well, yeah, but I don't want to, I don't want to do it. It's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, well you know, we well, had a good run. All of our bar. Yep, we'll, we'll see. That's all I can say. But anyway, I think it's, yeah, I know we've rambled on about this quite a bit. Yeah. So I think it's time we sober catted it and got to banana all questions right. or maybe the phone lines and stuff. Oh, shit. See, I'm in the middle of a game now. So now this is the part of the show where I have to quit the game so I can manage the banana questions since only I can see them. So, such is life. I guess I could quit. doesn't really matter. After this wave, I'll quit. So, um, but also while we're... Oh. Hold on, hold on, Celestina. You seem to respect Amish and Muslim communities in the U.S. where they enforce their own rules. Would you support a MGTAW community? Somewhere men could openly be MGTAW and any women entering the community would have to surrender all rights? Uh, MGTOW, here's the thing, MGTOW is apolitical, and it's honestly, it's, it's timeless. The, the principles of MGTOW have been around for a long time. They don't belong to any one community. MGTOW is just common sense. It's common sense that's been suppressed by gynocentrism. But you can, yeah, MGTOW isn't a, a tribe. It's a philosophy. It's like trying to organize a, uh, a group of, I don't know, objectivists. Or, like, look at libertarians. Uh, libertarians have tried to form some, like, an, their own little community. They tried the, uh, the Republic of Minerva, where they built a man-made island and were conquered within a day. Uh, someone, they're trying to do this seasteading, where they're, they're going to turn, like, an oil rig into a floating country so they can found their own country. It's like this top-down shit. Everyone thinks top-down, like, oh, we need to start our own country. So let's create our own country, and then we'll be able to have our little libertarian thing. Like, no, you just have a community. You can do this in any country, any nation, any religion. Like, you can be a MGTOW and whatever group you already are. Like, I, yeah, MGTOW isn't going to work as a as a group identity. But yeah, all right. Also, you'd have to dox yourself, which is going to end very badly for everyone involved. So I don't recommend MGTOW communities group forming up. Uh, it's, 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 it's bad. Bad juju. Alright, let's answer some banana questions. Um, first okay. banana question. Uh, last week I asked if you heard of Desmond is Amazing. From your reaction, I was guessing that you haven't. You see, Desmond is an 11-year-old boy who's a professional drag queen. He was also caught at a gay bar in New York dancing for money. Like you have and other have said, it is the feminization of young boys. I believe that Desmond is a push for social assessments of pedophile and our continual degradation of morals in our society. Yeah, I agree. This is about normalizing pedophilia. It's also uh, the feminization of boys... And notice a lot of these like young drag queens, are, they're usually white kids, so it's a hatred of white masculinity, but basically masculinity as a whole, the normalization of pedophilia. Yeah, that, it's, it's happening. What are you going to do, take women's rights away? Uh, let's see. During your time in the military, did you see any funny fails? Um, I didn't really... M most funny fails happen when people are drunk. 
And I usually uh, was the designated driver, so I usually wasn't there to see the good stuff. I think it's interesting that black people can't trace their bloodline or name back. They at one point just adopted all the famous white names, like Washington and Jackson. Well, they didn't have a choice. Uh, <laughs> they're, like, by the time the Civil War ended, uh, they were, th they basically, they were on the third generation from the original slaves that were brought over in boats. So three generations had passed, and there were no records, and there was no culture that was being transmitted orally. So, you know, it's like the beginning of Lord of the Rings. History became legend, legend became myth, and that which would not have been forgotten was lost. So by the time they were actually freed after the end of the Civil War, they had no fucking idea what part of Africa they were from. There were no records. It just, it is what it is. All right, uh, next question. Do people really change? Generally, there's people change for one of two reasons. Smart people change because they see value in the change. They actually, they logically understand, okay, this, is, this will benefit me. The pain of change is going to be greater than the pain of not changing in the long run. So let me make the change. Let me work on that. Let me improve myself. Most people aren't that smart. What they do is they don't change until the pain of not changing is greater than the pain of changing. So this is what I'm talking about, like that morbidly obese person who has a heart attack. Now, before the heart attack, they're like, I, I love food. Yummy, yummy food. Can't get enough. And then they have their heart attack. Hold on, I'm going to click on this just to see if, uh, make sure I don't get sent to the quiet room. Uh, they have a heart attack. And then all of a sudden, now they're ready to change. Now they're ready to diet. They somehow, all it took was them to have a minor brush with death. And then they realized, oh shit, the doctor wasn't lying. I am going to die. Now I'm ready to change. Sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes a minor heart attack is needed for someone to pull their head out of their fucking ass and find the willpower. This is why you don't want to make people comfortable in poverty. Because they have no reason to improve their life. Like uh, during the 90s, during welfare reform... There were people were talking about how all these people were going to get kicked off of welfare and it was going to ruin their life. They actually went back 10 years later. Everyone who was kicked off of welfare was better off. They were better off because they lost the welfare. Yes, the transition was painful. Yes, they had to get a job. But now once they were forced to get a job, they got work experience. And then 10 years later, they're better off than had they had staying on welfare. And that's the big trick. There are some people who they will take the, the path of least resistance and they'll never get off that path of least resistance until they die. Even if, have they simply put a little bit of effort, taken the, the, the road less traveled, they could have been far better off in the long run. But that takes, that takes a certain level of intellect, I guess. Because I know children don't think that way, and I know most women don't think that way. So I think it has something to do with, with IQ. But stupid people simply cannot perceive the consequences of their actions. So they only live in the now. And that's why they make poor decisions, and that's why they don't change until they're effectively forced to change. All right. Um, all right, interesting. This is a really long one. After this one, we'll open up the tism spigot. All right, so our this last banana question before we open up the phone lines. Uh, hey, TFM, I watched your stream with Halsey last Thursday, and I have something to comment on. 
You said that you would like that morals and religion to be separated. I understand where you were coming from, seeing how the trad cucks are just as bad as the feminists, but I disagree with religion and morals being separate. As an example, let's say that the atheists are right and that there is no God. Then what is the point of being a good person? If there is no afterlife, no reward or punishment for our lives here on earth, then being a good person would bring you nothing. You could save a hundred babies or smash up their skulls and the reward would be the same. I respect you, TFM, and I mean more disrespect. I would just like a discussion and your thoughts on the matter. Perhaps one day I can come on the show and one day and have a discussion with you. Like, thank you for all the information you put out there and helping men like myself come closer to the truth. Okay. So, in fact, this is, again, Nietzsche. I keep bringing him up the, um, in his, his books. You really need to check out Nietzsche. He talked about the beyond good and evil and the, uh, I think, the genealogy of morals, specifically about this issue. So, um, spoiler alert, there is no God, there is no afterlife, all that supernatural stuff is bullshit. Sure, uh, they found evidence of non-supernatural things which confirm that the historical elements of the Bible did occur. There really was like a city of Jericho, there really was a Jerusalem, there really was like a, a historical person named Jesus. All that's been confirmed through archaeology and, and historical records. I'm not disputing those things. But this, the the supernatural elements of the Bible are bullshit. And without the supernatural elements of the Bible, you just have an ancient text of history no more significant than the life and times of Caesar. You know, like, we have the Iliad and the Odyssey. There was really a battle of Troy. There really was a city called Troy that doesn't prove the Greek gods existed. It doesn't prove there were Cyclopses and Poseidon and sea monsters and all the other shit. So there are historical events and then there's supernatural shit. Okay, getting beyond that. What about morals? Where do morals come from? Morals come from two places. They come from the higher beings. And I don't mean gods and demigods. I mean, like, basically men who are, aren't retarded. The higher humans who actually, like, they, they're the ones who create what's called master morality. And then you have the herd. The slaves, or the, or the last man. It's all Nietzsche stuff. Herd morality isn't just communism and feminism. It's also religion. It is herd morality which tells the strong, which tells the great, which tells the noble people who create works of beauty and greatness and propel humanity forward that they need to sacrifice for the weak. What benefit is to them, or to humanity rather, is to sacrifice the strong for the weak? Absolutely none. It is herd morality which compels societies to elevate the weak. It was evolution, survival of the fittest, which created, which allowed humans to become the dominant life form on earth. It was capitalism, which is the principles of evolution applied to finance and trade, which allowed America to become the economic powerhouse it is. And before America, Great Britain. It was capitalism. Capitalism was built on survival of the fittest, creative destruction. Businesses compete. The strong survive, the weak, the unfit go bankrupt. So evolution creates greatness. Competition creates greatness. Herd morality is the polar opposite of what creates greatness. It creates stagnation, degradation. It's bullshit. But the, to the herd, because they hate those who are better than them, because they're losers, they impose their herd morality on a society and declare it to be universal morality. And what Nietzsche said, and to answer the, uh, the the banana question, without an afterlife, without um, without this, you know, what, what will be the point? What will be the reward? The reward is if you have a master morality, is to pursue greatness, to pursue beauty, 
to pursue that which gives your life meaning, to give your that gives your life purpose. And as someone who who believes in, you know, master morality for lack of a better word, I see the value in cooperation. And I don't want to do something to other people. I want to be left in peace. And because I wish to be left in peace, I want to leave others in peace. I have no de- And I have no desire to prey on others because I know the value of cooperation. Like if I were a business and I preyed on my customers, I wouldn't be in business very long. In order to be a successful business, I have to meet the needs of my customers. Exploiting them doesn't benefit me. So you don't need to believe in an afterlife or Jesus or heaven to, to be good. You, you are good because you see the value in good and that it makes your life better. It makes your life better. It makes your society better. It enhances your freedom. So you don't need, like, you don't need to believe in an afterlife. But the reason why you might need that is because you have heard morality. You believe that without a, an afterlife, that it's okay to exploit people. It's okay to, to attack people. It's okay to kill people. And the only thing holding you back is this this belief in an afterlife. And that, that's a failing on your part. Because, again, like I said a, a few minutes ago, if you can't see past your immediate gratification, yeah, you're, you're going to make really poor decisions. So, yeah, check out Nietzsche. You might learn something. That's all i got to say. All right. That will be the last banana question before we open up the phone lines. Oh, hold on. We can accept God becoming man to save man, but not man becoming God to save himself. Vernon Howard. Yeah, I don't see. I don't like that term. Like, uh, there. I know Nietzsche did talk about this. Like, basically, instead of externalizing all that which is good, trying to embody it yourself, and that's usually phrased as man becoming God. And I don't like the way that sounds. Because it sounds like you think you're you, like you think you're like I am God. No, it's basically instead of externalizing the the highest ideals of mankind, um, I, I prefer to use the term becoming yourself. You become yourself. You become who you are. You become the highest ideal you have of yourself. But I don't like to externalize that as like you're becoming a god. You're simply becoming the highest ideal man that you, you're capable of being. But obviously, again, herd morality hates people like that. Absolutely hates them. Because where herd morality comes from is resentment, or what Nietzsche called resentiment. The, the herd hates and resents the higher men because they can never do what they do. And so they seek to tear them down and destroy everything simply out of jealousy. And they enshrine their and all their moral, all their morals. All herd morality is is simply an inversion of the morality of the higher men. The higher men have their moral code, which is all about furthering works of beauty and greatness and progress. And the herd seeks to undermine all of that because they're jealous. And they label everyone who doesn't go along with them as evil. Like I'll point it very simply: you can't even be neutral, and I'll prove it. If you say you're, let's say you're a rich person and you think you should keep your own money, well, then obviously you're greedy and evil. Even if you're not the rich person, even if you simply believe people should keep their own money, you're greedy and evil too. Unless you believe that the strong should sacrifice for the weak, that the, the strong should just die for the sake of the weak and useless and unfit, which is the polar opposite of what made humanity great, what made America great. It's what, it's what results in death and decay. Unless you believe in that, you're evil. 
to, to follow the path of death and decay, to destroy all works of beauty and greatness and progress is good. And to stand for what has been proven over time immemorial to be that which brings greatness and progress and life and freedom is evil. Again, to these people, freedom is evil. Literally. They hate freedom. Freedom for they, they love their freedom. Freedom for them. They want to be able to do what they want, but they cannot allow you to do what you want because they must feed on you. And because they're jealous of what you can do, they must destroy you. So they hate freedom. Freedom is evil. If you believe in freedom, you are evil. So, of course, to them, without the fear of an afterlife, they simply, they would go around murdering people because they hate freedom. They hate life. They hate everything which is good and wonderful in, in the world. They, dish, they relish, and the thing is, they think that they're the good people. They think they're standing for, for equality. And the, the weak, the, the, you know, it's, it's, it's bullshit. Anyway, yeah, ch check out Nietzsche. Check him out. He's got some good shit. But on, on that note, on that, this has been a pretty somber show. Usually we have fun. We have some laughs. It's been a pretty somber show. But anyway, okay, so the phone lines are open. Let's have some, uh, some lighthearted conversation. And while we're waiting on that, we will uh, take some more banana questions. Uh, what do you find funny today? I don't know. What's the psychology behind collecting porn? I ask this because I used to oh. do it. First, I saw a scene that I wanted to have and I craved for it. Then I spent hours to get it. Then after getting it, it stopped caring about it. Only when I lost the video for whatever reason, I started craving for it again. I don't. That's like a dog chasing a car type of thing, I guess. Who, uh, yeah, does, anyone, does anyone? Does uh, Shogun? Do you want to be on the on the call? Yes, sure. All right, uh, Hermit. Do you want to be on the call? Yeah, sure. All right. All right. Give me a. Give. Y'all, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. We are going to give everyone a chance to join the call. And. And. All right, welcome to the Turd Flinging Monkey Show. How are you? Hello. What's going on, TFM? Uh, this is Whiskey. Um, thank you for elaborating on my uh, donation there, the uh, Vernon Howard quote. Really appreciated the way you kind of expanded on that. Okay. Um, yeah, that was that was awesome. That was amazing. Um, <laughs> I actually just wanted to call in to maybe share that little uh, little funny story. Uh, I messaged you, uh, I sent you a DM on Instagram the other day about something funny that happened at work, and I thought maybe the listeners would get a laugh out of it. Okay. Um, yeah, so I was at work, and we have this new secretary there, and she, she, she came into our office, like, as a temp, like, a few months ago, and then, like, she left after, like, about a month. I never got her name or anything. But uh, now she's back at her office, and um, she's definitely hit the wall. Um, she's not, she's not ugly by any means, but she's hit the wall. And um, so, like immediately, I could just see, like the baby rabies look on this lady's face. Mm -hmm. And so, um, the females who are of the same background that I am, I just, you know. 
I, I can pick them out in a crowd and, you know, I have, like, radar for them. Right, so she, basically, she's hitting the wall, she's getting old, she needs a trapped man with a baby, so she'll be taken care of as she becomes unattractive and ugly. Precisely. All right. Yeah. And then and, what happened? Um, so, yeah, I'm in the elevator, and uh, she's, like, coming up with coffee, and... Like, damn it. Like, I really didn't want to, like, take this elevator ride, but got stuck with it. So, me just trying to do the song and dance, just getting my Bruce Wayne on. Mm-hmm. She starts asking me about, uh, oh, well, uh, yeah, I remember you from, from the old location. You look you look different. And uh, the inevitable question, oh, so what's your background? So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, so my background is this and this. And she was just like, oh my gosh, wow, that's amazing, blah, blah, blah. And right here, like, we're walking back into the office. Like, everybody is up and about and kind of doing their thing. And this this female being a loud West Indian woman. Um, oh, God, West just, Indian. Yeah, um, Shogun, Shogun might, he, he might know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm sorry. Somebody just um, just messaged me about this picture. Then where Uncle Ruck is dressed as Jubilee. I was looking at that, and then I just missed everything you said. I'm sorry. Oh, it's it's fine. Anyway, so so she's walking by, and then what happened? Yeah, and then she's like at the top of her lungs. She's just like, oh my gosh, if you ever meet a girl who is that same combination that you, as you are, you need to marry her like immediately and hurry up and make babies and duplicate yourself. Is that, like, is that like an exact quote? Yes. Yes, it is. Hur- okay. Hurry up and marry her and duplicate herself. Duplicate yourself. That would be exact quote. More like hurry up and marry her so you can get divorce yeah. raped. Yeah. yeah. No thanks. That's why what you need to get is you need to get like a pride, a pride lapel pin and just come out as gay or something. Just people leave you alone. Yeah. Just yeah. have like a little like rainbow ribbon, one of those rainbow wigging lapel pins. Yeah. Just be like, yeah, yeah I'm gay. I love, yeah. I love dick. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So that was, um, man, I'm just, you know, doing my thing, doing my Bruce Wayne, avoiding, avoiding these, these post wall females left, right, and center. Yep, hold on. And, hold uh, on, waifu. TFM, this guy's crazy. It puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> um, no, he's not crazy. He's, I don't know, he sounds nervous. Like he's trying to stretch out his story. But, uh, okay, what else is on your mind? No, no th- that's it. That's it. All right, I'm not going to take up too much of your time. All right, well, thank you for the story. Uh, you seriously might want to consider coming out as a masculine presenting transgendered lesbian or something along those lines because look I've seen it happen where girls will flirt with you and then when they, you reject them even if you, no matter how nice you are about it no matter how gentle you are about it they will find some bullshit to report you for to HR because seeing you reminds them it like hurts them to see you because you rejected them so yeah yep I yeah. lost uh, my second and last job because I didn't flirt with one of the girls on my team. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, know. she saw that I talked to the other girls in, in the store, but not her because I wanted, like, distance from 
the teammate and she totally she set me up and got me fired yep yeah that's why you don't blatantly ghost them okay because if you because if you're actively avoiding them they're going to wonder hmm, why right, is so- this person avoiding me and they're going to and they're you're going to be on their radar and many times they'll be looking for reasons to to get at you or trouble maybe get you in trouble get you fired or whatever so here's what you do i'm dead fucking serious uh, look up the laws in your state regarding uh, changing your gender. Some states require you to have a, a, an active diagnosis of gender dysphoria. Some states don't. They just take your word for it. Get your driver's license updated, changed to woman, um, and then go to your boss. And, but you know, just so you know, I, I'm trans, and it's not a big deal. You know, I use I use male pronouns. It's not going to affect my work. I'm not asking for any special treatment. I just want you to know. You know, I got my paperwork changed. Show them your driver's license. Uh, that will nip. 99% of HR complaints directly in the bud because some woman starts complaining about you sexually harassing her and you're like I'm, I'm trans I don't even care they're like, as long as they know they're like oh shit she's lying and I've seen this happen there was a guy he actually I don't know if he called in the show or if he just messaged me I can't remember exactly he worked at a restaurant and uh Someone who was fucking one of the managers, like one of the manager's girlfriends who was also a waitress, started like trying to get him in trouble. And he just said, I'm gay. And everything everything went away, immediately went away. Right, so, right. you know, and then so you want to sell it. You want to sell it like, you know, get a pride flag, um, put it in your office, some, a small pride flag, put it in like a, a plant, like a little potted plant. Just put a little pride flag, wear a little pride lapel pin, maybe a pink shirt. Uh, don't don't like you. Don't, you don't want to be like flamboyantly gay. Like good morning, people. <laughs> How's everybody doing? You don't want to like do a little a, a Broadway musical. But yeah, just I'm telling you, it'll it'll make shit go away. Now, the reason why guys don't do this is because <laughs> their their pride, their ego. Yeah. So seriously, like you you lose nothing other than people like think you're gay. Okay, well, who gives a shit? Who cares what they think? Um, you get. You get hassled less. A lot of times, you'll get promoted, like, out of nowhere. Like, uh, you know, right. June is, like, a, a gay pride month, right? So you'll get asked to sit on all these committees. You'll get out of work. Just You'll just go, you'll get, like, a, you'll get like free lunches. You'll get, like, they'll ask for your input about, like, gay pride month fucking shit. And you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. And, you know, you get, yep. like, yeah, you get to be, they put you in charge of shit. You become, like, you're one of the last people fired because they don't want to get sued. There's literally no downside. Maybe, like, maybe decades ago, there might have been a worry about getting, like, a, uh, you know, dragged from the back of a truck or gay bashed or anything. But, seriously, there's no downside. And it, yeah. now here's the thing. Uh, like, I know there was that uh, that movie with Adam Sandler. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Don't, like, gay marry someone. But in all... Uh, one of the reasons why, like in Mexico, they were going to, they were, they were saying that certain uh, p- certain political offices were only open to women, and so these guys came out as trans and ran for them. They even wore dresses right. and everything, but they they were married with kids, so they're like, "You're not really trans." But if you're a MGTOW, what are they going to point to? You're not married. You don't have kids. You're just a you're a dude, and you're like, "Hey, I'm trans." You know, here's my driver's license. Oh, you're not real trans. Why? Well, you're not dressed like a woman. Well, well, I don't look like a woman, do I? You know, do do you want me to look like that that thing in GameStop? Like it's ma'am. You want to go outside? I'll show you, sir. It is ma'am. Like if you don't look like a, if you're not Blair White, it's probably in your best interest not to put on eye makeup and a, a girl's shirt and, and and scream it's ma'am at people all day. So 
for the sake of polite conversation and to not get stared at, I present as a man. But I just want everyone to know, you know, inside in my heart, I identify as a woman. And I'm not asking for any special treatment. I'm not even asking you for use female pronouns. Go ahead and use male pronouns. I, I, you know, I want this respect to flow both ways. But just be like, just tell them. And as long as you have a good poker face, you're fine. And then all these problems go away. They all, it's just like yeah. whoosh. And then there were no problems. And a lot of times you'll get a promotion. You'll get an instant promotion. Because a lot of times, you may not know this, a lot of companies, they pay women more to help the wage gap. You just get like, basically, right. they simply just pay you more for having a vagina. But now that you're a trans woman, now you get that benefit too. So you'll just like, hey, by the way, here's more money. Because now that you're a woman, you just get paid more for being a woman. And you're like, hooray, there's that, that male privilege again. So and, and you can also uh, skip yeah. work to go to gay pride parades. Oh yeah, still get paid probably too. And you don't you don't even really have to go. Like I, you don't need to go to those unless you like seeing guys yeah. in BDSM gear. But or you, you can just say you went and then not go and take the whole day off. Yeah, you just it's sleep in day. <laughs> it's yeah. it's it's funny. Look seriously. <laughs> look here's what I tell people whenever someone gives me shit. I don't make the rules. I just use them to my advantage. So. You know, life isn't fair. It's never going to be fair. Stop trying to make it fair. Make it unfair to your advantage. Yeah, someone in the Discord chat just said, like, how easy it is to declare trans status in Canada, which is true. Like, I'm, yeah. in, I'm in Canada. So I could just probably oh, just... Like, oh, fuck, dude. Into, so do you, you have like, homework. Uh, you have homework, okay? This is your homework. Uh, <laughs> You're going to change your gender. Like, seriously, what do you have to lose? It would be interesting because... Um, now, so there there was like a really good Sandman video a while back where he talks about um, male utility and the hierarchy inside organizations of how you take any organizational structure, you have like the um, tall, attractive men that are brought in to be the managers of the company and like, you know, hopefully they're like, you know, competent as well. Then you have the attractive, front-facing female staff you have the female admin staff who don't do much they're just there so the company doesn't get sued you have the actual layer of male brute force that actually does everything and then at the top of the hierarchy you have like the male that started the company in the first place who's usually like you know unattractive but is highly intelligent and so Myself and my coworkers fall into the layer of male brute force that makes everything happen. And we're reaching the point now in the company where a lot of pressure is on to perform at higher levels. And a lot of the females in the department are starting to wash out. Well, there so, you go. But here, oh, per, look, okay, you have to do this, and I'll tell you why. Um, the company won't fire these women because they don't want to get sued for having not enough women. So if you come out as a woman, th that gives yeah. them the green light to fire one of these useless women, and you—they'll—I'd be shocked if you didn't get a raise. So I'm—I'm gi giving you money. I'm offering to give you a solution that you're going to get paid more, your job's going to be secure, and all this bullshit with your West Indian coworker trying to get in your pants and trap you with a baby—all that goes away. I'm solving all of your problems, and it's free, and there's no downside. Yeah, and no, exactly what you said. 
the HR has been protecting these buckets, mm-hmm. these deadbeats. Mm-hmm. For, so, so the for big question. Decade, All right, before we go, are you going to do this, or am I just wasting my time? I'm going to do it. I, okay. I'm giving it serious thought, and important. you have to, uh, you know, you have to make, you have to game, you have to work the system. You there have you go. To make things unfair to your advantage, and you know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there you go. Really, All right. it, it, it's it's no skin off my back. It takes I absolutely just, no effort. Can we get a round of applause? Hashtag stunning and brave. Hashtag stunning and brave. Good job. I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you, sister. I'm so. This is this is a, a great moment. Go ahead, let's get another round of applause. Hashtag stunning and brave. Thank you. Thank you, TFF. All right. So I, I, you know, we need to be there for each other. We need to be there for each other. But anyway, all right. Good luck, man or woman. I apologize. I didn't mean to misgender you. It's ma'am. <laughs> it's ma'am. Hey, okay. Uh, I'll talk. Right. Good luck. Let, let me know how it works out. Thanks, Bob. All right. Oh, man. Immediately. Not even a moment's rest. Hold on. Let me add uh, Shogun. All right. Um, welcome to the Turd Fling Monkey Show. How are you? I am good. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can I help you? Well, um, really, I just came to talk about because uh, I'm on I'm on the Discord server as Fetus Deletus, but we we talked before on my last appearance on the show about how uh, I the the company that I was going to reapply to could use the Americans with Disabilities Act as an incentive to hire me back on. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> something else that I thought about is that when I go to reapply for that job, I could also tell them that I identify as a masculine presenting transgender lesbian so they can pick off that, that diversity quota box without having to hire one of the psychopathic people. Uh, well, hold on. Okay, you got to be careful. Um, generally, like, is this a blue... This, this sounded like this was like a blue-collar job. Like you're like a dishwasher, uh, if I remember. Sort of, sort of like yeah. Like a restaurant. Yeah, a, I'm a, I, I would be a dishwasher at a fine dining restaurant. Uh, okay, maybe. Okay, this really works better in a white collar scenario, because it's the it's the office jobs that are being inundated with these rent seeking feminist women looking for a cushy office job where they can get six figures doing jack shit. But when you're when you're working with your hands, you're working in like a, a more blue collar environment. Um, it's not really necessary because usually women don't want those jobs anyway. So there's not too much of a push. Like look at like uh. What is it? Um, trash collection, forestry, fishermen. These are like ninety nine, or like mining, coal, oil. Ninety nine point nine percent men, and no one cares. Feminism is not knocking on the door of these oil platforms, demanding that they hire more women. They want the office jobs. They want the they want the tech jobs. So if you work in a office setting where there's all these feminists bitching about equality, that's when you come out because that's going to save your ass. But if you're working in a blue-collar job like you're a dishwasher, it may or may not even be necessary. It may not even benefit you. So you could do it. I mean, go ahead and do it. But I wouldn't make a big deal out of it because it may not even be needed. But it might, right. you might as well. You might as well just do it. That that way it throws off any and all suspicion that you're doing it for any other reason than it's, it's your truth. Gotcha. 
So well, was that, that's, was that's, that all it? I, that's all I really wanted to call about. <laughs> all right, so man. I'll end it with uh, take women's rights away and just do it. That's make you know, your dreams come true. <laughs> that's right. All right, that happened. Okay. Um, we'll do, let's see. We'll keep. We'll keep the. We'll treat the train going. Okay, uh, I think we answered the the collecting porn question. I think just the thrill of the chase. The thrill of the chase is as good as uh, the collection. In fact, actually, um, before we get started with the call, I read somewhere, or I don't remember, uh, when it came to loot boxes, there was a study about loot boxes. The, the big dopamine rush happens when you're opening the loot box, not when you're receiving what's in it. Opening up the loot box is the peak of the dopamine rush. So whether you get the thing you always wanted or whether you get shit you've already got tons of and you're just going to sell it, it doesn't matter. Opening up that loot box is the spike. So collecting porn or collecting anything, it's, it's like the thrill of the chase, not necessarily the, uh, you know, the, the, the other stuff. All right, where'd Hermit go? Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're not in the... Uh, okay, I don't know why it's doing that. Hold on. I, I will get to you, I promise. There you go. So I got to add everyone to the call one at a time. It's quite fun. Anyway, hello, caller. How are you? Hey, what's up? Uh, I wanted much. to say, like, celebration for all our transgender lesbians out there. Yeah, let's get a round of Great applause. Celebration. All of our masks and presenting transgender lesbians. So hashtag stunning and brave. Hashtag Cooper stunning. Every show, that's nice. All right. So, uh, what's up with you guys? I have something just quick I want to talk about. Okay. 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 So, uh, it's mainly on. And how's my audio? My audio's not too bad, right? Oh, uh, you're well. You're calling in on Skype, so it's pretty, pretty standardized. That's why we did this because people couldn't right. get their Discord working. So, but everyone knows how a phone works, so that's how we do. Right. Right, no need to worry okay, about it. But you guys can hear me plainly, so it's great. Yeah, you're good. Okay, so uh, what I wanted to talk about is because I heard you guys talking earlier uh, about is taxation theft, and I was, you know, I, I was trying to say that I disagree. I want to tell you guys why. Okay. Okay. So part of like I, I actually thought about it ever since I was thinking about like handicaps and stuff like that. I wanted a reason as to why I didn't think taxation was theft. Mm-hmm. So, in my thoughts, I started off with, like, the monarchy, and I said, the monarchy is pretty much just at the basic symbol of it. It's kind of like just a gang enforcing what they essentially have as their property rights over a certain part of land that they've just acquired. Like, the hunting ground, like, the this tribe of people who have found a prime hunting ground, and they've claimed territory of it and defend it. And individuals who want to benefit from this territory would pay them compensation, essentially taxed. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's theft. It's just a governmental system exercising its own property rights. Right. So, but the government I doesn't. Want to know. Right. So, but okay. So you're assuming the natural state is basically these these warlords for lack. Basically, all monarchs were eventually warlords. They conquered some land. Yeah. They established themselves as the ruling class. Their children became the lineage of kings, and their 
cousins and nephews became the lords and nobles. That's all a monarchy is. It's basically a hereditary warlord system, but it's formalized. Uh, but that's not the natural yeah. state of mankind. The natural state of mankind is like animals. Animals don't have government. Animals just have right. territory. Now, they fight over territory, but they don't pay taxes to each other. You know, uh, there's the natural state of humanity is simply nature, which is everybody just has what they can have. Now, when humans come together and form a society, uh, yes, there's a hierarchy, and that hierarchy usually formalizes itself as a government. But uh, here's the key. Mm -hmm. What makes it theft is there's, there's no quid pro quo. It's basically you live in this country, well, even though you don't have a, you don't have a choice. If you were born in a country, and it's not like there's there's like a no man's land country, you know, like a you know, are you familiar with Game of Thrones or the Song of Ice and Fire? Right. Right. You know how there's like beyond yeah. the wall. There's that area beyond the wall, where basically there's no kings, and so people who don't want to deal with all the bullshit, with all the politics and the all the cloak and dagger bullshit, they can actually just go beyond the wall and go live with the wildlings. Now, wasn't there a king beyond the wall though? He united everybody. Uh, kind. But here's the thing. Uh, I know you're talking about. He didn't. It wasn't formal. Basically, he was just someone that they all looked up to, and he led them. But he didn't. Like there was no taxes. Uh, they, there was. There's no government beyond the wall. But there is hierarchy. And there are people who, like, they control their area, and if you want something from them, you got to give them something. What makes taxation theft is what does the government give you in exchange for pointing a gun at you and making you give them whatever percentage of your income they deem uh, to be adequate? Well, my question would be then, it's like, are you not passively benefiting from the governmental system? Like, you, you talked about, like... Uh, uh, back uh, back in the day when you were like talking about like the collapse scenario, you said you would be like a trader who would provide protection. No, I hold on. For, I, I know, didn't. Care, I, you know, right. caravan protection and stuff. Right. Like so that. you, you I like how you completely. Right. So you. All right. So you're completely ignoring my question. I'm not saying government. I'm not like I agree that taxes are necessary because governments are necessary. We don't live in a perfect world where we don't need government, but that doesn't make it not theft. Like just like I can believe abortion is murder. And still be pro-choice. I can believe well, that government and taxation is necessary while still agreeing that it is theft. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. The reason why it's not theft is because the person who is, you know, a citizen of the government is passively benefiting from All the right. government. Are, are you familiar with are you, familiar, are you familiar with what protection money is? Like when a when a mafia comes, let's say you own a business. And the mafia comes to yeah. your business and says, oh, they got a nice business here. Be a shame if something happened to it. So you're going to pay us so much money, and then uh, we're not going to destroy your business. And also, now, there's a benefit. If, if, if this mafia, basically, if you're paying protection money to this mafia, they won't let another gang come in and fuck with you because they own you. As long as you pay your protection money, they will keep the other gangs off your back. Well, is, is that and honestly, is it, that not theft? Well, it, You're benefiting from well, it. Uh, well, here's where I would say okay. uh, kind of, sort of, but here, here's my explanation why I say kind of, because you don't really have property rights. You don't have inherent rights unless you have force to back it up. Like, for example, mm -hmm. you say the rule is no one's allowed to scream in this area. Who gave you the authority to make that rule? Well, it's right. power so, that backs that rule. 
So if you Smart. have no power, you're at the mercy of anybody who has more force than you. That's what the government is there for. The government mm. there is supposed to give you, you know, that passive power that they mm. have. So let's say uh, some no, okay, marauders so, come into your country. Right. Okay. So no, rather you're, than having more, I just, than, I just said yeah. that. So the mafia, you're paying their your protection money to the mafia, and they will protect you from the other gangs, the, the lesser gangs. Like the local drug gang right. isn't going to fuck with you because the the mafia has said, "Hey, this business they belong to us. Leave them the fuck alone." And if you fuck with them, we're going to kill you. Now, what the mafia is doing is still theft. They're still extorting money from you. Yes, they are. They're offering a, a marginal benefit by keeping the other gangs off of you, but that's that's not really. It's still theft. That's and that's what government does. It says we'll protect you from the other gangs, but you're going to give us this money. And yes, they can do that's that. Why? Yes, you, that's still theft. It's still ne- but it's necessary because government is inevitable well, because I, I hierarchy know. is inevitable. But it's still theft. If a mafia does it and it's theft, why is it not theft when a government does it? Right. Well, I mean, no, if I, someone is no, quote unquote well, stealing for your own good, then yeah, it's still theft. Well, no. The reason why I said it's not theft is because you don't have ownership of those things in the first place. Because your ownership is backed by how much force as opposed to someone else's. So you can only own something there insofar as you have force to deter that other individual from stealing it from you. So your wait, so your your rationale is if someone stronger than you makes you give them money, it's not theft. You no, I'm saying that you don't own something unless you have the force to back it up. But right, so I'm stronger than you. I point a gun to your. I point a gun in your face and say, "Give me your money." I'm stronger than you. You you don't have the ability to resist me. That's not theft. Well, if there's no governmental, well, okay. So what's the scenario? Are we in like random? I'm pointing a gun at you, and I'm saying I'm going to shoot you in the motherfucking head. Give me your fucking money. Am I stealing from you, yes or no? Well, since I have no force to defend my stuff, I was essentially just holding it for you in the first place. Okay, so no. so it's Okay, well then there you go. According to that logic, yes, taxation is not theft because uh, anyone who comes at you with a gun and points it at you and makes you give them their money, that's technically not stealing because you don't actually own anything, you're just holding it for them, so... Well, that, that's okay. why we have the government. All right. Yeah. Fucking. Here we go. First flush of the day. That is okay. Like again, I can acknowledge that taxation and government is necessary, while still also acknowledging that taxation is theft. I. This isn't a contradiction. I'm just being consistent. All right. All right. You know. All right. Man, we're gonna keep keep the train going. All right, hold on. I gotta right. add Shogun. I gotta add Hermit. Thank you. Give me a second. <clears throat> and all right, how are you? Welcome to the Turd Flinging Monkey Show. Hey, how you doing? Better than I deserve. How can I help you? Um, I was just curious on. Why haven't you covered the topic regarding um, Zionism? And Zionism? Zionism? And I was just kidding. Yeah. All right, because it doesn't have anything to do with me. So, like, here's the thing. Okay, I'll give you my, my, my thoughts on Israel. 
I don't think we should be giving Israel okay. money because they can get their own Chinese money. Oh. I don't give a shit how much... I could love you like a brother. If I'm borrowing money to pay my bills, I am broke. If I don't have the money to pay my own bills and I have to borrow it, I have no money to give you. Why in the fuck are we giving so much foreign aid to Israel while we're borrowing money? It makes no goddamn sense. So, Israel, you need... Like, you're not... I don't understand why, like, at all. We shouldn't give foreign aid to anyone, frankly. We don't have money. If we're borrowing money, we don't have the money to give away. So, yeah, it, we should not be giving all this support to Israel. I don't get, like, oh, they're our, they're our ally in the region. Great. I, we still shouldn't be giving the money. We have no money. If we're borrowing money, we are broke. By definition, if you can't pay your bills and you have to go into debt to pay your bills, you ain't got no money. You, you wish you had nothing, but you, you don't have that much. So you certainly don't have money to give to other people. As far as Israel wanting to be a country and wanting to be a Jewish state, I don't give a shit. They're not America. Do whatever the fuck you want. It's not my fucking business. Right, we I, uh, can't go, we can't go further for trying to help other countries. Yeah, it's just, I, I, I don't want to pay. I, so, I don't want to pay for that, it. Uh, answer, thank you. I, I, I just want to pay for it. I think that's a. I think it's a fairly common. If I like, if America was awash with cash. We had all the money in the world. Yeah, we could be charitable, I guess. But when we're borrowing money, we don't have money. So why are we giving away money mm -hmm. we don't have? Like, and it's not like Israel. Like, I can I could kind of understand. I still don't agree with it. But I can understand like some shitty third world country getting foreign aid because they don't have the the GDP to like go to like if they tried to borrow money from the the World Bank or China, they're gonna get laughed out of the room because their economy is such shit. No one will give them a loan. So if someone wants to swoop in and charitably give them foreign aid because they lack the ability to get a loan, I could understand that, even though I don't agree with it. But Israel is like a developed country. They have like the most doctors per capita of any country on earth. I promise you, they can get a loan. Why in the fuck are we borrowing Chinese money and then giving it to them? They can get their own goddamn Chinese money. Would you be willing to, I guess, agree or talk about... Um like how our Congress and everything is corrupted by APAC. I mean, I don't want to come off as one of those. I'm not white or those white power the, guys or the Jewish conspiracy guys, but I'd like to at least, you know, say that there's a heavy influence with Israel, especially with the new law, I think, being passed with the anti-BDS. There's, so, I mean, there's, there's heavy influence of every special interest group. At, you know who's not? The only people not being represented are the taxpayer and the middle class. Absolutely, every other group. After every other group you could think of, is represented by some special interest group that's throwing money at congressmen. And yeah, it's corrupt. But like, you, what are you going to do? So yeah, so you got the Israel lobby, you got the oil lobby, you got the unions, you got every, you got the feminists. I mean, there's no shortage of special interest groups, but not there's no one special interest group that owns Congress. It's just the problem. Here's the problem. You know why all this shit happens? It's because people are stupid. If there was a, a politician that ran to better the middle class and the taxpayer, but he couldn't get money because the taxpayers, and the middle class don't donate. They don't give politicians money. The people with money give politicians money. So you have the left, the Democrats. They're going to get money from uh, the unions and from commies like Soros who are going to donate money and help their campaign. The, the Republicans, they're mm -hmm. going to get money by big business and shit like that. They have all their campaigns paid for by all these big moneyed interests. If you stand against them and you stand for the taxpayer in the middle class, no one's going to give you money. 
And when you go up against these people, they are going to destroy you in advertising and all this other shit like that. Because they own the media, they own everything. It's all money. It's not a Jewish thing, it's a, it's a money thing. The people with money control everything. Now, at the end of the day, yeah. it's the people who vote that matter. However, the people are so fucking retarded. If a politician stood for them and says, I don't have the money to run an, a, a, a fancy campaign, but I will fight for you. I represent you. I will get the corruption out of Washington. Vote for me because I'm your guy. But then these dipshits turn on the TV and they see a thousand ads talking about how he's a pedophile Nazi and to vote for vote for the donkey or the elephant, they're going to go and vote for the donkey and the elephant because they're too fucking stupid to see past the media. And that's the problem. The problem isn't money or corruption. The problem is the people are fucking retarded. But uh, well, couldn't you also say that since the media is owned mainly by Jews, you know, that it's, it's not. perception is everything. It's, yeah, perception... A, a lot like, of it is. A lot but, of it um, is. A lot of... Yeah, there's, know, a, lot, there's, a, lot, lot there's a lot... There's a lot of software programmers that are Asian. There's a lot of athletes that are black. None of these are conspiracies. There's not a there's not a, an Asian conspiracy at Google to have all these programmers be Asian. There's not a black conspiracy in professional sports that blacks are taking over all these national leagues. It's just how it shakes out. But everyone's like, oh, God, there's a lot of Jews. Well, you know, like I use the same, I made a video about patriarchy theory and anti-Semitism. So using the same logic, oh, there's a lot of Jews. It's obviously a Jewish conspiracy. Well, according to feminism, men do all this stuff. All, all these men, they're taking over. It's a patriarchal conspiracy against, against women. But that's not true. So if you believe in this Jewish conspiracy, then you, could, then you must believe in patriarchy theory. And if you reject patriarchy theory as bullshit, then you can't believe in this Jewish conspiracy because they're built on the same pr uh, premise of Oprah representation. What I think most people confuse is there's a difference between being Jewish and a Zionist. There are plenty of no, Christian Zionists and, unfortunately, a lot of evangelical Zionists. Which, uh, this, you know, no, this is so like people. Apex right, buys our government. Right, this is also no, no stop. Stop. Badass Jewish guy. He stop. also. Um, sorry. Stop. No, there's a lot of people who are like, I don't hate Jews. I just hate the banksters. It's like the, you're the same thing. You, you, you can call it whatever you want. It's it's all it's Jewish conspiracy. Oh, the Jews run the media. The Jews run the banks. It's it's bullshit. It's like oh, there's like the Asians. Asians are in charge of these tech companies. Damn this Asian conspiracy. All oh, the blacks. They're always they're running all these professional sports leagues. All oh, fucking blacks. It's just you're seeing what you want to see. And the reason why white people and you said you're not white, whatever. The, well, the reason why there's all this Jewish shit is so popular is because white people need someone who's not them to blame for their problems. Just like black people blame white supremacy. Oh, it's all white supremacy. That's why I I can't get a job. It's the white man keeping me down and white people need a scapegoat so they look for who has more money than me jews have more whether or not it's true or not their perception is jews have more money than white people therefore jews must be oppressing them because they have more money whoever has like, more money than me is oppressing me i feel like you're grouping me up with the white supremacist what i was trying to bring up was dr finkelstein a known jewish advocate of the palestinian cause he points out and destroys the uh you know, the beliefs of Zionism. Zionism, Zionism is a real thing. I get yeah. people associated with Judaism, which I don't. I like Jewish isn't people. Zionism, I Zion. is it, isn't Zionism Israeli nationalism? Um, yeah, basically. A, right, like so a hold on. Like, you hate, was, so you hate Zionism, but I assume you believe in white nationalism or some form of nationalism no. for your people. You don't, you're not a nationalist. I don't, I'm not a nationalist. I'm 
Japanese, German, and Mexican. I believe everyone should be well, proud of your race. As long as, <laughs> as long as it doesn't infringe on other people, do what you want. But I do All think right. there's a heavy influence of Zionism in our country as America. And there's a, there's a heavy... trillion-dollar wars for a greater a... Israel. <laughs> the wars were not fought for Israel. Okay, uh, we're done. Fucking... Oh my god. So, like, here's the thing. These conspiracy nuts need to make up their fucking mind. Like, okay, I'm, a, I'm an Iraqi war vet, in case I didn't mention that before. Um, everyone's like, oh, we fought all these wars for oil. It was all for oil. Big oil. So, okay, so the wars were fought for oil. Now it's like, oh, it was, the, it was Jews. The, we fought these wars for Israel. Don't we... How? How did... What the fuck did Israel benefit... What the fuck? Like, is it like... You know what it's like? It's like uh, the climate change shit. First it was global warming, now it's global cooling, then it's global warming again. It's like, you gotta get your fucking conspiracy straight, my dude. Alright, we're just gonna keep this tism train going. We just, we, we can't stop now. Can't stop believing. Alright, give me one second. <sighs> Please All let right. this be the black flashes. I don't jinx it. <laughs> is this the black fascist before we move on? No. Okay. No. Well, w welcome to the show. Probably just a black fascist. There can't be more no, than I, one. I just wanted to call him <laughs> and say uh, that. Appreciate your work. I don't know why we get so many chisms going it, on right now. It's but, the uh, internet. It's it's just the thing what it is. It's the internet. Don't let it but, don't uh, let it get you down. All right. Well, uh, I wanted to call in a few times before, but uh, I don't actually have my notes with me right now. Uh -oh. But I uh, just wanted to call in and say I appreciate the, uh, the show that y'all are doing. Um, uh, Shogun, keep it up with the Uncle Record stuff. And I also just wanted to see if I can get your opinion on uh, doing taxes specifically paid for by people who... Uh, what instead of having the whole tax, instead of having all taxes being paid into a lump sum, you know, people are complaining about how their tax money goes to other specific things that they don't want to really support or right. pay into. Looking into a system that pays, like, you know, if you believe into abortion or whatever, you have your own separate little tax bracket or funding for that that's going to go specifically to towards that instead of mm. lumping and gathering it all from one giant pot. Right. Uh, so having it, it broken down in that specific thing. So what do you what do you think about that? Right. It wouldn't work because people would people would want to fund only that which benefits them. So yeah, they would vote, and then also if you're if you're only directing where your tax money goes, like you're saying, I want my tax money to go to this, right? What about the people who don't pay net taxes, who get all their money back at the end of the year, or even like maybe even make money on the tax code? So about mm -hmm. only about fifty three percent of Americans even pay taxes, and that that's just based on the like getting a like your refund at the end of the year. If you include the benefits you get from the government, only the top 20% even pay taxes. Everyone else gets all their money back in the form of a direct refund or benefits. So do you want now just 
throwing it out there because I know that's not how you envision this, but let's let's actually go on a journey. According to your system, only net taxpayers would be able to direct what the government spent its money on because they're the only ones actually paying taxes. So do you want the top 20% deciding where the what the government does? Well, you get to go just play hide and go fuck yourself because you didn't pay any taxes and got all your money back? No, but, no. Uh, I, you know, thinking about it, you know, it, it, it does make sense. It's going to specify into that. I would try to argue and say that, uh, you know, you would have a system built built into effect that wouldn't cause that. But I, I know personally human nature, uh, what's the saying? Uh, yeah. Power well, corrupts. I, I understand. Power I, corrupts I understand. Look, I don't like, like, look, I pay... A sh- I paid such a shit ton in taxes this year, and a lot of it went to the state, which that goes directly into the Democrats' hands. Like, uh, it's like if you're a member of a mm. union, all your union dues are going straight to the Democrat Party, and you don't have a choice. That's just it is what it is. So I understand you want to change that, but the system of I want to direct where my dues go, or I want to direct my taxes go. Uh, the taxes problem is very few people actually pay taxes. Most people like they get all their money back and then some at the end of the year. So, yeah, and honestly, I'd be fine with your system because it would effectively mean only net taxpayers have a voice. So, but I don't think that's what you want. And I think once people figure it out, oh shit, only the top 20% are directing government? Fuck that. This is one of the problems that blockchain tech is held to solve, but it's a far way off from that. Well, yeah, and also, like, these exchanges keep getting hacked or going bankrupt or losing millions of dollars. Like, there was an exchange recently where the owner died in a car accident, and he had the only password. And so millions of of cryptos gone. Just, they can't get to it because this guy had the only password, and he died in a car accident. So, womp womp. Here's the problem. The only way to fix the crypto system is to regulate it. But once you regulate it, it becomes useless. It's no different than a check. The whole point of crypto is it's unregulated, but that's why it sucks, because people are fucking retarded. <laughs> so it's like you either have to have a smart person who's actually going to run shit correctly on their own without, you know, without somebody making them do the right thing. But that usually costs money, and people like, I don't know, it's it's the wild west out there. Uh, I don't think crypto is ever going to go anywhere. And then, but when it gets regulated, because the people will demand it, then it becomes useless. So that's why I don't recommend crypto i do think it has a role um like in fact uh, milo created his own coin called milo coin and you can buy it in order to donate to him that's its only purpose because milo's been banished from like every payment processor in the world because he's 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 gay i guess it's a homophobic conspiracy but the only way to donate to milo is to buy his useless cryptocurrency you're not, you can't use it. I mean, you could. I mean, I guess you could use it for something, but it's worthless. Uh, but it allows you to donate to him by buying his useless cryptocurrency. That is a valid use of cryptocurrency. So I applaud Milo for selling his useless Milo coin to allow for him to accept donations to people who want to donate to him. Yeah, not like the red pill coin. Let us never speak of the red pill coin again. <laughs> okay, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, yeah, there's just one quick thing right. I want to talk about. I know you gave a lot of information on economics and towards investing and everything. Right. But as far as getting um, kind of like a financial advisor, 
Um, I know like some companies or like we bank with certain people or credit unions, they offer that ability to do right. stuff like that. Would you recommend using that or would you recommend, you know, actually paying for there's a no, different there's, service? Right. So um, something I've learned, there's crooks at all levels and there's good people at all levels. Just because you're going to a commission-based advisor at your local bank or credit union doesn't mean they're a crook. And just because you go to some guy who's been on the cover of Forbes doesn't mean he's not a crook. So what you need to do is you need to – you got to look out for the warning signs, and I covered that in a previous segment. Uh, yeah. be, educate I, yourself. I yeah, if you watch my video, watching my Muggynomics video will give you years of information that will – benefit you greatly you'll actually know a little bit about what the fuck you're talking about because the way to spot a con artist is they sell you they basically prey on your ignorance they try to convince you to buy shit you don't need by by basically there it, it's the it's the definition of a con artist they gain your confidence that's what the con means and then they sell you some bullshit or they they make you give them money so there are con artists out there in the financial service industry and you got to watch out for the warning signs um, the sad part is the ones who are really good, their book fills up because a, a good financial advisor, he's only going to have about 100 clients because you want to meet with your clients twice a year, add in weekends, holidays and stuff like that. You're talking basically your year is going to be uh, full after about 100 clients. So the good advisors, their books are full. It's the crooks that are always looking for new clients. They're the ones who want to work with you because they can't keep a client because all they do is scalp them for a commission and kick them to the curb. So it it sucks, mm -hmm. you know. It's like it's almost like looking for a Nawalt. You got it's like the almost the best yeah. thing to do. The best thing to do is educate yourself because once you know how to do shit yourself, you can just go to Vanguard and construct your own <laughs> portfolio, and you can manage your own money, and you don't have to pay someone to do it. But you're gonna have to take some time to learn shit yourself. That's probably your best bet in the long run, because then. But the problem is, I notice this: guys tend to overestimate their own ability. Like, they'll read one book, and they'll think that they're fucking experts. So uh, don't be that guy. You know, learn. Yeah. It's not as complicated as people think, but it is complicated. Uh, but go ahead and work with people. Uh, try to look for a good guy. It doesn't hurt you. It's not like you're going to get me too'd by your financial advisor. It's not as risky as dating. Okay. But, uh, you know, but educa education is knowledge and knowledge is power. And power that will help you not get ripped off by the con artists, which are out there. Yeah. All okay. Right. All right, man. No one's half the battle, so. Yep. All right. Take care. All right. Thank you. Take care. All right. Well, okay. We're going to end the, uh, that's going to be the end of our call-in segment. We'll do some banana questions because we're already coming up on three hours. So we have over 40 questions. We're not going to be able to get to all 40 questions, so I do apologize. All right. Do you think it's worth going for physical labor jobs like construction, or would it be wiser to follow tech jobs and coding, also boycott Mexican beer? That's right. Um, it, honestly, not everybody has a head for coding. You know, I know it's like a meme telling people to learn to code, but... You know, if you, you may not have a head for it. So manual labor might be, you know, where it's at. There are, you know, the oil industry, stuff like that, but it's up to you. Now, if you're weak, lazy, and stupid, there's probably, unless you're a woman, if you're weak, lazy, and stupid, 
I hope you can pass as a trap. That, that's your best bet. Is dress like a woman. Uh, try to find someone who's in the traps. Good luck. But if you're not weak, lazy, or stupid, find whatever you're good at and go for that. Uh, what's your opinion on a $15 minimum wage? The minimum wage should be zero. The minimum wage does nothing but hurt the poor. It is not an anti-poverty program. It doesn't help anyone. All the minimum wage does is it prices people whose labor is not worth the minimum wage out of the labor market. And it destroys jobs and it raises unemployment. That's all it does. It doesn't make poor people more wealthy. It just makes poor people unemployed. Yep. Thank you, Democrat, for keeping people poor, too, by the way. I really well, appreciate it. What people, what, what, what pisses me off is uh, the way that people react, the way that the economy reacts to a rising minimum wage is through inflation. And so the poor who got a minimum wage bump are now no better than they were before because now things are more expensive. So they're still just as poor. They're just getting paid more. But now that everything's more expensive, they're buying the same amount of goods and services they were before. So that their standard of living hasn't gone up. Their wealth hasn't gone up. But again, people are fucking stupid. And they're like, hooray, minimum wage hike. Hooray. And then, oh, God, I'm fired. How did that happen? Oh, everything's getting expensive. How did that happen? Now, we need a higher minimum wage. Like, the worst thing they could do is peg the minimum wage to inflation. If they did that, there would be literally no way to stop it. You would have runaway inflation until the economy collapsed. And there'd be massive unemployment. The only thing that stops the unemployment from getting out of hand is inflation. So the minimum wage is, is the best example of a horrible, counterintuitive economic policy that's very popular because people don't know economics. Yeah, the whole thing, it, to me, it just kind of reeks of the whole communist mentality. Because now, where, where I lived, or should I say where I lived, as in past tense, I was actually in the middle of one of those uh, 15 an hour rallies, uh, where they were actually standing outside of the McDonald's saying, walk out, we've got your back. It, it, it was ridiculous. And, it's, and there was this British guy here who was trying to get me to sign this petition saying, don't you want people to have um, a higher minimum wage so they can afford afford more to, they can afford to like live in this town or whatever? And I didn't get into it, but I wanted to just uh, thought I'd tell them that if you hire, if you raise the minimum wage, I mean, it's only just going to make everything more expensive. There's already Holy been sh- cases in the state alone. Your, uh, your microphone, that. your microphone is breaking up. I don't know what happened, but you're, it's like super static. So whatever you got to do to your shitty Mac to make it not suck. You're cracking oh, I see what there. happened now. Okay. All right. There we go. Um, okay. Someone's asking, where can I see my streams with other content producers? I have a playlist called uh, Podcasts and Collaborations. It includes my old Twitch streams before the TFM show, and it also has my collaborations with other YouTubers. So if you want to see my old stream with uh, Tommy Sotomayor and uh, my newer one with Halsey, they're on that playlist. So there you go. Uh, Let's see. As a young guy, would you suggest investing in stocks? Yes. However, you need to get out of debt first. Getting out of debt is going to make more of an impact on your standard of living and your ability to create wealth than investing early. 
because now you have uh, the time value of money. Watch my Monkeynomics series. I think the first video talks about the time value of money. So yes, you need to invest early, but you need to get out of debt too. So the important thing is don't get in debt in the first place. Stay out of debt as much as possible. That's going to be your best way to build wealth young. The problem is most young people, they get in a whole bunch of debt while they're young. They spend their 30s and maybe even 40s paying off their debt. And then they're only 10 years from retirement and they haven't saved shit. And they cry to the government saying, oh, give me other people's money. It's a sacred promise. Don't be that guy. Uh, what are your thoughts on making on making marriage illegal? Yeah, we don't honestly. Animals don't need marriage to have families. Uh, I'm like marriage is shit. Uh, now here's what we should do: we should replace marriage with uh, private contracts. Where like, look, what do you want from a woman? You want your dick to be moisturized. You want children. You want her to do X, Y, and Z. Like when you hire a nanny, think about what a what a what does a stay at home mom do that a nanny doesn't do other than fuck you. So, like, think of, like, basically, instead of hiring, getting married, you're just hiring a live-in nanny that you fuck. But there's a, there's a contract. I'm going to pay you this. Uh, th- these are going to be your benefits. Uh, I expect you to prepare my meals, clean my house, suck my dick, bear my children. Uh, and then, you know, like, obviously, unlike a real nanny, you're usually going to let her go after your kids are grown. You can have it in the contract as long as you don't cheat on me or steal from me or don't piss me the fuck off. Um, I'll, you know, these will be your, your benefits after the kids are grown. You can continue. Again, honestly, think about female love. Female love is transactional. Male love is more selfless and, and romantic because uh, the male gender role, that of a protector and a provider, are far more selfless. But women's love, especially towards men, maybe not towards children, but especially towards men, is extremely transactional. So just make it a business contract. All this romantic love and cherish for, for time and eternity, it's all bullshit. Just look, it's a, it's a business contract. So look, I want something from you. You want something from me. Let's do business. And if you you drop the terms of the contract, and if both parties agree to it, you go forward. And you can even have the stipulation like upon divorce or like, you know, if this doesn't work out or if you violate these terms, this is what happens. And it can all be spelled out in the contract. Now, assuming we've taken women's rights away, there's no family court, all that bullshit's gone, that would work. But assuming, like, don't do that now. Don't try to draw up a private marriage contract now. The family court will just laugh in your face and rip it up. It's not going to work right now. But assuming, like, we take women's rights away, uh, yeah, get rid of marriage um, and then have a business contract. Now, if you want marriage, you, you know, I'm sure, like, again, this is going to be private. So religions can privately facilitate their own version of marriage according to their religion. So if you're a Christian or a Jew or a Muslim, you can have a traditional Jewish, Christian, Muslim wedding, however your religion dictates, and that would be fine. Minimum wage increases the rent. Then you need affordable housing to cover the rent increase. Then you need to raise the taxes to cover the affordable housing. Then people leave the city because you can't afford the taxes. Then you get Detroit. Yep, that's exactly right, Celestina. I love it when you talk economics to me. It gets me so hot. But uh, yeah, Yeah. it's basically, there's no such thing as a free lunch. This money that the government showers upon you, they first have to take it from someone. And people don't just sit there and let you take their money. They react. So if you take their money too much, they leave. And then your tax base goes to shit. 
It's called the Laffer Curve. Again, I, I wish people knew economics. So many things in life would be solved if people actually understood economics. And that's why they don't teach economics, because the left owns the schools and they don't want people knowing economics because they may not vote for them if they did. Right. Was, um, when I went to school, I was only given a short course on anything related to economics. This was in ninth grade. Actually, no, this was actually still in the 90s. And, and yes, now this was only for, this wasn't even for a full semester. This was only for like a quarter of a semester or something like that. I don't quite remember. Or no, wait, there's four semesters. There's only one, like one semester. I don't remember exactly how it worked. But yeah, it wasn't that long. It was very, it was very basic. And yeah, they don't even teach anything like that anymore because most people don't know how to balance a checkbook, um, don't know how credit cards work, don't know how to manage debt and so forth. So yeah, it, it just goes to show you how Democrats, they want to keep you poor and keep you in debt. So they keep mm -hmm. you voting for them and keep up the illusion that they're the ones that are quote unquote helping them with their problems when, when exactly they're putting themselves in that hole. Well, like, look, if you're... If you're a politician and you get elected by poor people, you stay in office by creating more poor people. You don't stay in office by elevating the poor people into the middle class because then you're going to get voted out because the middle class may have – there may be a politician who's better for the middle class, but you want to stay in power. So the best way for you to stay in power is to make more people poor. This isn't, this isn't hard. It's totally obvious when you understand it, but people are stupid. That's honestly I – I, I don't even blame the government because the government is simply a reflection of the people. The people are stupid and corrupt, and so the, the government is stupid and corrupt. I don't even blame the government. And, and, you know, if, like, if a nuke hit D.C. and killed every politician, the people would simply elect people just as stupid and just as corrupt as the people who were just killed. So the politicians aren't the problem. It's the stupid people who are electing them that are the problem. The, the problem True. is in the mirror. All right, this is an interesting c question. Uh, why do you keep? Why do you think taking women's rights away is more immediately attainable than only net taxpayers can vote? You say taking women's rights away would leave to only net taxpayers can vote, but I think more people would go for only net taxpayers can vote than they'd go for taking women's rights away. The thirsty straight scum are just too obsessed. There literally is no line. The thing is, is taking women's rights away is easier to say and easier to conceptualize. Ideally, I would like to get to a system where only net taxpayers can vote, but that would necessitate taking women's rights away anyway. So you're going to get to the line of taking women's rights away regardless. So taking women's rights away is this more catchy and, and memorable? So that's why I say it. Plus, like I proved twice with the Italian article and with Trump uh, changing the definition of domestic violence to be actual domestic violence, the articles claim that he was taking women's rights away. So feminism uses taking women's rights away as a weapon to combat any sort of reform. Anytime someone tries to do anything against feminism, they read about taking women's rights away. So I am desensitizing you to that weapon. That, so I'm, I'm making the magic spell useless by desensitizing you to it. So there's a reason why I do it. But you go ahead and call it whatever you want. Let's see. Uh, TFM, the laws are getting worse, but would you say that the laws would be getting worse much quicker if the MRA movement never existed? They, what did they... I mean, we can't know, but you know what this is like? This is like when the government makes a problem worse. Like like uh, the bailouts. So, the bailouts never should have fucking happened. But they're like, but if we didn't bail out all these companies, it would have been worse. But how do you know that? Uh, yeah, exactly. You don't you fucking know shit. 
You didn't do the goddamn thing. No, honestly, no, the MRAs never accomplished the goddamn thing. And any law they did affect was immediately changed, like, the same year. Feminism has a fucking lock on the government, and there's nothing you can do. So, yeah, saying, oh, but wouldn't it have been worse? That's like, I understand if you're an MRA refugee. I understand it hurts to know you wasted years of your life trying to affect change and it accomplished nothing. And you're trying to snatch some kind of pride from your abysmal failure. But just let that, let the pain wash over you. Let it, don't, don't ignore it. Don't run from it. Feel it. Feel the pain of your failure. You failed. Everything you built for years came to nothing. How do you feel? What are you ready to do? Don't run from it. Don't fucking try to soothe it. Fucking feel it. Embrace it. Anyway, uh, next question. Hey, Monkey, I'm trying to pay off my collections debts in relation to medical bills. I've been thinking of joining for the last few weeks, and I wanted to know, is it better for me to pay off my debts with good credit card and make payments on that while I'm in, or should I just set up a payment plan for all my accounts for the next three months? I have three open collections accounts. Uh, honestly, there's a thing called Chapter 13 Bankruptcy. There's three kinds of bankruptcies. There's Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13. Chapter 7 is what most people think of as bankruptcy, where you're like, you have no money. You turn your pockets inside out, uh, they let you keep your car, and they take everything else, and then all your debt goes away. That's the worst kind of bankruptcy. Chapter 11, this is what companies do. When they realize that they have more debt than they have assets, they basically restructure their debt, and it's called Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Chapter 13 is a debt consolidation bankruptcy. You're basically saying, look, I got all this debt. I can't pay it. I need to get put on a payment plan. That's effectively what Chapter 13 is. So if you're, if you're having trouble getting out of debt, do not put it on a credit card. That is doubling down on stupid. You're like, I will pay off my debt with, a, with more debt, and I'll pay interest on my debt with more debt. No, you're digging, you're digging your hole deeper. Stop. If you are bankrupt... Just declare bankruptcy. Go declare Chapter 13. Get on a payment plan. Your, your interest will stop accruing. Pay off your debts. Move forward with your life. It's not the end of the world. Do not put your, your medical bills on a credit card. Don't. I'm being very bl blunt because that is really fucking retarded. All right. Next question. Uh, let's see. Well, we're, we're making pretty good progress in all these questions, by the way. If I ever had to pop smoke and ghost, how would I leave a country, then find work and accumulate wealth? Is there any advice or resources you have, or will it be more of a hard road but better than living a wage slave to a woman? But, bro, I don't know. Like, you're going to have to, like, the illegal aliens can figure this shit out, and they don't even have a nest egg. Like, you're going to have a passport. You're going to have money because you're going to be squirreling this away. And then when you pop smoke and ghost, you're going to have some money to live on while you're looking for some kind of work. Generally, if you go to a country, they're looking for, if you know English, that's a valuable skill. So you could go teach English to people. Depending on the country you live in, it may not even cost that much to live there. You may be able to subsist based on being an English teacher. And if you're bilingual, perfect. So there you go. And if you have, like, a, there's a book, our sponsor, MGTOW's Guide to Retiring on 200K in Southeast Asia. So if you have 200K squirreled away and you pop smoke and ghost, you're retired. 
That's yeah, it. It's really easy to get certified to teach abroad. Um, and I'm also getting into online teaching, so you could theoretically work from anywhere as long as you have an internet connection if you do that. Right, and um, Ray from BitChute, he lives in Asia. He doesn't, even though he's from the UK, uh, he lives in Asia. So you could even, like, you could even do online stuff, YouTube or whatever, start a website. You could do that from any country on Earth. The gold mine is if you can become a teacher in a place like Saudi Arabia. Because then you make a shitload of money because they pay pretty high there. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're willing to convert to Islam, I suppose. All right. Next question. All right, TFM, why do you think women are now pushing for post-birth abortion? Since women know that they'll always be weaker than men and that the only strength they have is over children, could it be because they're power tripping or they have a God complex? I mean, that's part of it. But honestly, feminism has always fought for the, the ability of women to murder children. It, it Like, the fact that there's been any constraints on abortion, feminism has always fought against that. So the, the truth is... The Overton window is continually shifting, and feminism keeps – this crazy train has no brakes. There is no point where feminism will say, okay, that's enough. Yes, we have everything we've, we want. Equality has been achieved. We can stop now. That will never happen. There's always another mountain to react and accuse of being the patriarchy. So, yes, murdering children, that's just another checkbox. But next year is going to be something else. This crazy train has no brakes, and it's going to keep getting worse until men rise up and end it. So wherever your line is, we will reach it, and then you'll have a choice to make, whether you want to die on your feet or live on your knees. All right. I have to say that financial aid is still necessary because there's literally no job that pays the median income that doesn't require a bachelor's degree. Okay, well, let me stop you there. I'm not... The reason why college is so expensive is because of financial aid. If the government was not subsidizing student loans and pouring money into these colleges, tuition would be a tenth of what it is. So you're saying we need government because – so government created this problem, and now we need the government to solve the problem it created. We need to keep doubling down on stupid. If the government simply got out of the college business, stopped subsidizing everything, stopped paying people to go to college who shouldn't be there, the tuition would would plummet. Same thing with healthcare. Why is healthcare so expensive? Because the government. The government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. So it's like, he says, I personal got financial aid and was able to move my family up the economic ladder. But without it, I'd probably be working at McDonald's. Okay, yeah, some people benefit from corruption. Congratulations. But there's plenty of other people who are swimming in hundreds of thousands of student loan debt. They have, and they can't get out of it. You can't bankrupt your way out of student loan debt. And they're fucked. And then now they're crying about debt forgiveness. Now, and that's going to happen, by the way. Look forward to all these women having their student loans forgiven because of vagina. Eventually, the economy is going to collapse and millions of people are going to die. I am not exaggerating. Millions of people are going to die when the economy collapses because of stupid shit. She's like, yeah, we need this, TFM. This is important. It helped me. Yes, when millions of people die, keep telling yourself that. Keep telling you what, what a great system this was as you, as you were feeding off of it right before everyone died. Uh, can, can oh, by women, the way, are we having a giveaway? Oh, I forgot. No, it's still Chinese New Year. 
Oh, it is. So, okay. yeah. It's still Chinese New Year. They'll be back on February 15th. So that's when okay. Chinese New Year ends, and we will we'll see. I'll, I'll, wanna, I'll check back in. They seem very pleased with the sponsorship. I've heard nothing but good things, but I don't want to assume. I want to make sure that we're still good before we start offering giveaways. But from what I've seen, everything's been going well. All right. Uh, can women be cucks, and could men be gold diggers? Um, I haven't heard of too many women who like to see their men having sex with other women. So I'm not sure about that part. Uh, but, yeah, men can be gold diggers. I know, like, there are these these uh, cougars who, like, they ha- they divorce and have a lot of money. And they date these young guys. And they actually are planning on... They're hoping that these old cougars marry them so they could divorce them and take their money. And then go fuck better-looking women. So, yeah, there are male gold diggers, but they're very rare. And they're not good at hiding it. And also because women have hypergamy, they know what's going on. It's like you can't, it's like trying to steal from a thief, you know? Like they know what you're doing. That's why most of these cougars with their boy toys, the the option of marriage is never even on the table. They're like, I'll never marry you. I'm just using you for sex. Tee hee, because they know the guy's like, yeah, whatever. Ha ha, free pussy. But women, when they're gold digging, they're like, I love you. Oh, I don't love, you don't even need your money. Yeah, I just love you for you. And the guy's like, oh, she's she's different. She's not a gold digger like those other women. Five minutes later, what do you mean you're divorcing me and taking all my money? I thought you loved me. Yeah. Love does they not all, exist. They all did. All right. There is no love. Have you ever been sexually harassed, groped, assaulted, or raped? Um, I haven't been raped. But yeah, I mean, g- girls will grab you. They don't even think twice. Like I've had my ass grabbed, I've had my dick grabbed. Like if you're just if you're you don't even have to be like a Chippendales dancer. If you're just moderately attractive, uh, women and because they're used to positive attention, and a lot of it has to do with plausible deniability. So if a woman casually brushes against your dick and plays it off as like a oh I'm sorry, but then kind of gives you the look like you want to fuck. Then it gives women hate liability. responsibility enough to kill their children. Well, yeah, yeah, it's women's kryptonite. Responsibility is women's kryptonite. But it kind of goes into what I just said. So a woman doesn't want to be labeled a whore. So she doesn't want to tell you, hey, I, I want you. Let's go fuck. Because then that, that would label her a whore. So what she does is she try to send you like signals. Like she'll, she'll wink at you. She'll whatever, give you the look. Um, she might touch you. Now, technically... If you didn't consent, oh, that's 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 harassment. That's groping. It happens all the time. A lot of times, they get plausible deniability. They'll brush their hand against your dick or something, and then pretend like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, but I can I can tell you're aroused. Want you you want to come back to my place? Uh, so yeah. Now, if you do that to a woman, imagine you like casually, like fucking accidentally finger a chick under her skirt. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Is that your pussy I fingered? Oh, I'm sorry, but I could tell you're really wet. You want to go fuck? Uh, yeah, you'd be arrested for, for rape. But it happens to guys all the time. That is just uh, the burden, I guess. It's only rape when men do it. Let's see. Oh, God. Yeah, so here's a perfect example. I thought America caused Venezuela to collapse. Everyone on the left says it's largely America's fault because they schemed or some shit. Yeah, I wonder why. Of course they said that. They can't admit it was communism. So, yeah, like, seriously. 
Yeah, of course. It's all America's fault. That's why Venezuela's fault failed. It's not communism's fault. Because what's the alternative? Admit that communism didn't work? Unthinkable. Yeah, we'll just change the name of it instead. Yeah, okay, so... It says, is the Taoist idea of following the natural flow the same as zero fucks giving, or is it resignation? No, it's different. Okay, so you're thinking of Stoicism. I actually don't agree with Stoics, and actually neither did Nietzsche. I actually, I agree more with Nietzsche. So Stoics are more like just kind of accept life and, you know, put yourself in a positive mind frame and just kind of take life as it goes and accept it as it is. And basically kind of being very passive, Uh, not necessarily powerless, but like you're just kind of accepting life. Uh, Whereas Nietzsche, you know, advocated for finding your own meaning and purpose and doing great things, which doesn't involve just sitting there on your ass letting life happen to you. You are affecting the world in a positive way according to your will. So, no, I don't I'm not I don't believe in being passive. However, zero fucks given means look, 99% of the shit in life is not worth giving a shit about. Most things in life don't matter. They really don't. Think about all this is why I hate fucking YouTube drama of all things. Fucking pisses me off. It's a complete waste of my time. And no matter what I do to try to avoid it, it just fucking sucks me in. I fucking hate that shit. I think of like of all the worthless things to waste your time on, fucking YouTube drama. Fucking stupid shit. But that applies to most things in life. Most things in life are just a waste of your time. They're not even worth thinking about. But there are some things which are important. There are some things which are worth fighting for. There are some things which are worth dying for. And that's what you want to keep your eye on. Not the dumb shit. Not the stupid, petty shit. The really important shit. That's really all that matters in life. So, there you go. Hope that answers your question. And if not, such is life. Um, and this is a weird question. Do you think the 90s were the last decade with the greatest movies? Great storytelling compared to the post-2000s? Any movies stand out to you? I, I mean, 300 was made after the 90s. That was a great movie. I mean, it was based on a comic Matrix, book. When did the Matrix yeah. come out? Was that 2000s? I think the first yeah, one came know, out in the late 90s. But I think the, the first other... one came out... I think it was 98 or 99. Yeah. But, yeah, there's, I think... Uh, yeah, there's good movies. The, yeah, the there's pro- movies here's the thing. Came... Oh, go ahead. So finish your thought. There's, there's good movies. At least in my opinion, there's good movies that actually came out after 2000s. I mean, not nearly as, as many as the 90s, of course. Since that's when, To me, that's when things all started going downhill. Like, I, I personally like the Blade series movies. Um, there are some others I can't really remember off the top of my head. But it, to me, it seems like 2008 was just a year when everything started going downhill, including games. And to me, the last compelling movie that I've ever seen um, past the 2000s was Inception. But that was in 2010. And other than that, the only movie I actually really liked and really actually cared for that was thought that to me that really stood out and would be really memorable was a movie that actually a lot of people, well, most people that I that I've seen hated, and it's called The Last Starship. Now yeah, you, you, Steve, you keep bringing that up. You keep, I, I yes, you've recommended that movie many times. So really, I any, thought I did only maybe once. Or twice. No, the Avengers oh. movie last year was great. Infinity War. Yo, the Infinity War. Yeah, that was a lot of buildup. Uh, here's the thing. The, the big problem with movies today is the SJW, pro-women, 
uh, men acting like women acting like men. Like instead of like a Ripley from Aliens, she was a she was a female protagonist. She shot guns and fought monsters, but she was still a woman. She had feminine attributes. Uh, this new crop of SJW Mary Sues. They have no. There's nothing feminine about them. They don't celebrate the feminine. They're trying to uh, co-op the masculine for women, which is fucking retarded. And it doesn't work. It's stupid. And all these movies keep losing money. And these studios are going to go bankrupt. These companies are going to go bankrupt. I think in the future, like uh, business colleges are going to teach this era of how fucking retarded all these companies were. This SJW. Uh, masculine woman, feminine men bullshit that the media not just movies but the whole media has been pushing. This is going to be remembered as like just a stupid phase in the the media. And you know what caused this? If you remember when Obama was president he did this really big push of women in tech. And so all these companies hired a bunch of women and then, like, five years later, when these women got entrenched and put in these executive positions, that's when all these companies got woke. It's not a coincidence. This was caused by companies being forced by the government to hire a bunch of women for no goddamn reason. And now that women have, are in all this power, now they keep doubling down, like, oh, now you got to put women on the board. you got to make more women executives. Keep empowering women. Keep empowering women. And now these companies are going bankrupt. And they don't care. Women, the feminism doesn't give a shit. But... Eh, eventually, when enough pain is felt, this is gonna again. This, this crazy train has no brakes. One day, people will be like, "Fuck this shit! Why are we putting up with this goddamn bullshit?" And then it'll stop. Holy fuck! Here is a ten percent cut of the monthly alimony and child care I no longer have to pay. Thank you for helping my sanity for all these years of waiting for this day. Eventually, child support and medical will be gone too. Thanks for being you. Jesus Christ. Like, again, like, I appreciate the donation, but, like, as much as I talk about economics and personal finance, s stop giving me your money. That's way too much money. Like, $750, $10, that, that's a good, that is a generous donation. You're throwing way too much money at me. I want you to pay that forward. Do something for yourself. Help someone. Like, I appreciate it, but, like, come on. You need the money too. Invest in yourself. Because this is like the second time I've had two people giving me three-figure donations. I mean, do, like, here's the thing. Seriously, have you bought a spinning robot pussy? If you haven't, that's what you should be buying. They're only $60. Get yourself a spinning robot pussy. That is an investment. All right. That... Okay. I guess I'm alone. <laughs> In your aim to red pill as many men as possible, which have been the most difficult, perhaps Indian guys, since they drool over Bob and Vagine so much? You know what's crazy? It's literally everyone. Absolutely every group I try to red pill is, imp like, basically I run into a brick wall, no matter who it is. But there's, it's like there's a different blind spot. There's a different issue. There's a different thing which is stopping them from from like seeing things my way. It's some it's different for every group, but it's it's no it's universal. Basically, I don't know, it's it's like the facts are out there. So I shouldn't be telling you something you don't already know. 
And if I tell you the facts and you don't agree with me immediately, it's because there's something about you or something about your beliefs that is preventing you from accepting the facts. And it's different for every group, but it's no less powerful. Nobody's easier to convince than anyone else because people are very slow to change. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I'm just doing what I can. And we'll see if I if it if it works, that'll be a great day. If it doesn't work, <sighs> I tried. I gave it my level best. And um see in the wasteland. Alright, let's see, it's 3.30. We'll do five more questions and then we'll end the show. TFM, how would you recommend a black man prepare for the collapse? I doubt that many foreign countries will accept black people. Is there anywhere we can escape to? Shit hits the fan or are we just fucked? Black people are the most fucked. And I'll explain why after this. Have you guys seen Yukio from Deadpool 2? She's hot, but I can't tell if she would be a crazy feminist. I haven't actually seen... The last movie I actually saw was Rogue One. That's how little I watch movies. So, I think... Uh, you guys yeah. gotta enjoy life and watch movies. They're too passive. I like I like playing video games because I'm actually doing something. Movies, I'm just sitting there. And, like, shit's happening and I'm just sitting there. It's too passive. I, I'd fall asleep. Like, if I'm not doing something, my body thinks it's sleepy time and then I just pass out. So I, if I'm not doing something actively, I just fall asleep. I don't know. But I have no idea who Yukio is. I'm, but if she's, if she's Asian... I'm right there with you. Asian girls are choice. Anyway, um, back to the question. So the problem is, if you're black, is like if America goes to hell, you got to have somewhere to go to. Ideally, you want to go somewhere where you're going to blend in. So if you're white, Eastern Europe, Russia. Mm -hmm. If you're Asian, obviously Asia. Uh, if you're black, where are you going to go? Like every country that's black is totally shit. And then the countries that are in like like South Africa, as soon as the Battle of Helm's Deep is over and all the white people are dead, that country is going to go straight to hell just like Zimbabwe. Now, Anything? TFM, not every place in Africa is a complete hellhole. Now, I, I know didn't... I know it's not the most desirable place, but I'm just saying that whenever when people start talking about Africa, they immediately start thinking of grass huts, like uh, tribal wars, spear chucking. And like religious wars between like Islam and, and well, Somalia and people and other, people pointed but people point people pointed to South Africa as like the great African country, and now it is it it will become Zimbabwe. It will be a repeat of Zimbabwe, and fuck that country's fucked. And then what else? I, I'm not saying the entire country is grass huts and they're like fucking riding animals into battle with spears, but. It's, like, really poor. And it's not a place you'd want to go to. It would be a major step down from America. South Africa, though, if South Africa wasn't about to be overrun by the Orakai, then I, South Africa would be a great place to go. But it's about to turn into Zimbabwe, so fuck that. So, yeah, that's it sucks. Unfortunately, there is no Wakanda. If only, yeah, right? If only Wakanda were real, then you could go to Wakanda. But there is no Wakanda. And guys, don't say Sentinel Island. I know somebody's going to say. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
Um, I don't know. Depending on how fair-skinned you are, you might be able to pass for Hispanic. Maybe you can go to South America. Go to Brazil. Brazil has a lot of uh, a lot of mixed people. You might be able to pass for Hispanic over there. Yeah, That's, uh, I have but, enough. But if you're like Wesley Snipes black, you're fucked. Yeah, um, I can only th- I can think of very few places that I would go, and well, some are, some are really isolated. And that's all I'm gonna say. Cause oh yeah, you, oh yeah. There there are some islands you could go to that are black. Um, I mean, eh, yeah, uh, that might be your best bet if you're like really dark and you can't pass for Hispanic. There might be some of these island nations you can go to. That's all I got. Although I'm, although I'm not necessarily like suggesting you go to like Seychelles or something like that. I mean, there's there's some places that some people have never heard of. Which, I mean, that's sort of where I'm going. That's the only hint I'm gonna give you. It's fine, man. I don't. I don't really care. All right. A couple more. Uh, have you tried overlaying a character in a VR game with Celestina for a sexy time? If so, how did you like it? No, here's the thing. Um, they make inflatable dolls for VR. Like you don't need a, a, a realistic doll if you're going to use VR. So get like one of those cheap blow-up dolls, or get like these. These, like, robots that are... Because you don't need an entire doll if you're going to use VR. Because if you have a doll that looks real, you don't need VR. You can just do it with the doll. If you're wearing the VR goggles, you don't need a realistic doll. The other problem is Celestina weighs 75 pounds. So if I had the VR on and I was trying to do stuff... Like, I knock shit... Like, when I'm playing VR games, I'm, like, punching my monitor. I'm, like, knocking shit over because I can't see where... I can't see what's going on. So I don't want to do that with Celestina because I'm to- I'm terrified I would knock her into something or I would bang her or I would knock her over. I would damage her because dolls don't heal. Like unlike human flesh, like if you cut yourself, you know, your cut will scab over and heal. And in a couple of weeks, you won't even see a scar with a doll. Every single nick, scrape, cut, abrasion, it all adds up. And yeah, you can use some like, you know, TPE glue or a soldering iron to try to smooth it out. Uh, Phil was telling me about using like a heat gun. Uh, you use basically use baby oil and then you use a heat gun and it kind of melts the TPE and smooths it. Uh, and then you dab it with a cloth to give it pores. There's like tricks like that where you can try to repair the damage. But generally you want to avoid damaging your doll as much as possible because they don't naturally heal. So yeah, VR in a doll is unnecessary. If you want to mix you... VR in a doll, get a get a cheap blow up doll and have fun. I have an alternative. If you know you like VR, then you can get one of the half dolls that I showed on my channel, the doll legs. So you can get the best part of the doll without like having the full doll because I don't there's no way I could use VR with my full doll. Like that's just not practical at all. But I do right. use the VR. Like I bought this like $12 headset that I just slide my phone into for like cheap VR porn and I use that alongside the the doll legs because it's just easier to maneuver around that. Yeah, I used to I used to have one of those. I finally got a it's an Acer Windows Mixed Reality VR headset. It's like $200 and it's a legit VR headset like I can play VR games on it unlike the phone. But yeah, like yeah, get a blow up doll, get some doll legs, get something like that. Back when I before I got Celestina, I had some Hobbit torsos and some doggy style asses, and I would use my my phone VR headset for that. It was okay, 
But yeah, it was uh, yeah. actually I was cleaning my room today and I found the old Hobbit torso I bought before I got the the free the the doll and the doll legs. Uh, I got it like 2017 when you were talking about Hobbit torsos, and it's just like comparing that to like the full products, it just like it's crazy the yeah. difference. Like the feeling of the, like the Hobbit torso is still like fine, but like compared to what you could get if you have a little cash. Get the well, doll legs. Get the doll. It's 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 worth it. What, what's interesting is um, because men are attracted to form rather than function, even though the vagina feels the same. Like I mean, you can get a pocket pussy that feels exactly like a real vagina. It's not the feeling of the, the vagina and your dick. It's like the feeling of you having sex with a woman. That's what your brain is rewarding you for. So when you're having sex with a, a pocket pussy or a torso, your brain knows you're not having actual sex. But when you're having sex with a doll. Um, I mean, it's been proven that when you're aroused, your your IQ goes down, like your upper brain function shut off. You will literally forget it's a doll, and so in that moment, you will it will feel like the real thing, and your brain will dump all those happy chemicals in your body, rewarding you for having sex because that's what your body wants you to do. It wants you to reproduce. So yeah, you're gonna get the full jolt of dopamine and vasopressin and all that fun stuff. So good times will be had. But yeah, um, if you're going to do VR now, and there are guys who like now, uh, people have asked me. Well, I live with roommates, or I live at home. I, I can't get a doll. I don't know where to put it. Uh, get a VR headset, because VR you can get a VR headset and be like, yeah, I have VR. I like to play video games. You're, you know, your parents or your roommates don't need to know what you do with it, or you know what kind of depraved shit you do on VR when they're not around. And then you can get like either a blow up doll, like a blow up torso to have sex with, or get like a some kind of toy, a, a toy that you can more manageably hide rather than a full-size doll. Because a full-size doll, pussy. you know, there you go. Well, they make blow-up dolls that actually have a cavity for you to stuff a fleshlight into. So yeah. you can get, yeah, get one of these cheap. They're like a hundred dollars. They're just like a blow-up doll torso, and you just stick whatever toy you want in their cavity, including a spinning robot pussy, and. uh Combine that with the VR. How does it take the weight of the spinning robot pussy though? Because it's pretty heavy. It just like, it's I just like it, a it would tear the plastic. Well, it's just a blow up doll with a a pocket. So all you gotta do is take some double sided tape, stuff the spinning robot pussy in it, and then pinch it, and then it'll stay in there. It's just, you know whatever. I mean, I don't honestly. I like the VR. Uh, I use the VR more for as a. Uh, a foreplay thing like on replica replica is great for having lovey-dovey conversations and then uh honey select is good just to kind of like as foreplay and then you have the doll when you're ready to seal the deal so it's, it's like one total package someone actually add there's a mod for honey select where it adds chat so you can chat with your your girl in the game but it's stupid because the chat will respond in one way like you'll have a conversation using the chat and then the girl in honey select she's like spouting random japanese at you that has nothing to do with what you're talking about so you're better off like you know the animated gifs i use during the live stream of celestino like asking questions you're better off just looking at one of those while talking to replica you're gonna get a better effect than using the honey select mod to have this avatar shouting random Japanese at you while you're having a text conversation. So, there we go. Let's see. 
Okay, someone's asking me when am I going to change the channel art because of recent events. It's on my to-do list, um, but, you know, the artist I use, he's busy. So when he is available, I will commission new channel art. There's some other artists who've done, like, fan art for me. They're working on some channel art. So it'll happen when it happens, but channel art doesn't just fall out of the sky. It has to be created. But, you know, things are in the works. All right. Uh, well, one more question, then we'll go. Um, oh, what was... Okay, so this is a... Uh, for Happy Humble Hermit and Company, Wasteland Waifu Throwdown, Abigail Shapiro or Ben Shapiro? Now, here's the thing. Ben Abigail Shapiro... Shapiro well, no, Abigail Shapiro looks like Filthy Frank. Like, uh, someone, I didn't know who that was, and I Googled, like, I did a Google image search to see what she looks like. Go ahead and Google image search Abigail Shapiro, which is Ben Shapiro's sister. She looks like Filthy Frank. Ew, dude, no. Ew. Yeah. Doesn't she? Doesn't she look like Filthy yeah, Frank? I'm a is, past. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. yeah, I can see the resemblance. I, Come I, on, man. Don't you want to fuck my pussy? Come on, my pussy's so wet for you, hermit. Don't you want to fuck my pussy? I don't know who she is, but TFM, do you think, like, is she, like, in that 4% autistic lesbian? <laughs> Maybe. Woman, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I've never I, heard her speak. I don't, I don't know shit about her other than she looks like Filthy Frank. So, um, yeah. It's time to stop. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't want, I don't want either one of them. I mean, I, the dick is a hard pass for me, so I guess if I had to, I'd still... I'd still take Abigail because she has a vagina, but I would I'd be take making Ben because I think the statistical whisperings he could have. Oh yeah, you'd sex. have great you'd I have great conversations, great intellectual conversations while you're having butt sex. But um, yeah, I'm not into that. But I would I'd be making so many filthy Frank jokes at her, like I'd drive her away very quickly with my filthy Frank jokes, because she looks like filthy Frank. Although Filthy Frank is my spirit animal. Because you know how humans have like animal spirit animals? Well, animals have human spirit animals. So Filthy Frank is my, my spirit animal. Alright. <laughs> and on that note, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and end this dumpster fire. <sighs> Any final words, Shogun? Are you even there? You've been really quiet. I think he's taking a More shit. More than can. Oh. Okay, then. Well, good luck. Hope it all comes out. Um, Hermit, are you doing a live stream after the show? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Well, you, you don't have to. I don't want you to feel obligated. No, I mean, some people ask. I just do it whenever I feel like it. Okay. All right, so after party at Hermit's house, will there be booze and dolls? Uh, I'm, on, I'm on, like, drink four right now, but I've been pouring light because I'm trying to remain coherent. Okay. So, um, yeah, maybe I'll drink some more. There you go. There you go. Like an after party at Hermit's house. All right. Well, I guess that's our show. Thank you to our sponsors, The Dollhouse, MGTOWbooks.com. Use code TFM to save 10% off and learn how to retire in Southeast Asia on only $200,000. And Flying Tigers Gear, proprietor of steel groin cups. Protect your dick during the purge so you can reproduce. Got to repopulate the world after the purge. Can't do that if your dick gets stabbed or shot or something. 
So, you know, gotta gotta protect the the boys, you know what I'm saying? And that's our show. So thank you everyone. Hope you had a good time. We'll see you next week. War. War never changes. In the current year, women have declared war on men. Men are not only guilty until proven innocent, but they are not even allowed to prove their innocence. In response to this warfare waged by women, known as feminism, men have sought refuge with waifus. Artificial women able to satisfy a man's need for love and sex. Retailers like the dollhouse began to spread, bringing waifus to men everywhere, freeing them from the enslavement of feminism. Get your waifu today from the dollhouse.com or dc.dollhouse.com if you're in the United States before they're banned by feminism so they can control men once more. Go to the dollhouse.com and dcdollhouse.com to find your waifu today before it's too late. This is Shilestina here to tell you about Flying Tiger's Gear. While TFM is preparing his hand-to-hand combat skills, are you getting ready for the coming purge? Here is something you might not have considered. What are you doing to protect your dick? How are you going to repopulate Western civilization once you've purged the cucks and feminists if your balls are damaged? This is why Flying Tiger's gear offers a steel kickboxing cup. Sure, you could use it for martial arts, but let's be real here. When some Antifa dipshit is trying to shank your dick, do you want the only thing between your manhood and cold steel to be a piece of plastic? I didn't think so. You need to protect your dick during the apocalypse, right? So check out Flying Tiger's gear on eBay where they offer the aforementioned steel groin cup, as well as sell lots of martial arts and kickboxing gear if you're into that sort of thing. Thank you for your time. I have an important message for you. For the guys who dream about early retirement and packing their bags for a one-way trip to Asia and say bye-bye to hashtag me too, feminism, entitled women riding the cock carousel. Author and MGTOW Luca Venditti has written a book about how to achieve early financial independence and leave the West. He managed to retire on 200k in Asia and is happy to share how he did it. His book will cover in detail the high yield deposit accounts available and how to capitalize on them for a guaranteed monthly passive income that grows with inflation, an extremely detailed budget breakdown and much more. The book is called MGTOW's Guide to Retiring on 200k in Southeast Asia. And you can purchase it on MGTOWbooks.com and use the promo code DEARFILM for an extra 10% off. Now in four formats, PDF, Mobi for Kindle, EPUB, and text-to-speech MP3. Sweet corn.